What is going on, everyone? It's episode 185, recorded on Sunday, October 22nd, 2023. I'm John, and hey, Drew, this one's for the ladies. What's the difference between hungry and horny? Where you stick the cucumber. (laughs) (laughs) It just seems like common sense. On tonight's episode, monthly mayhem mid-month updates, and maybe a new one. Ooh. We played lots and lots and lots of games over the last two weeks, and we have reviews to share with you. And we were wary and wondered how wonderful Mario Wonder was, and now we wonder no more as we work through this whimsical and weird yet wonderful of a game. John, buddy, <laughs> I have to start off in saying I appreciate you. You know, I want you to know that. Thinking about it the other day on the wire, I was thinking about it. You know, for those that are listening out there, John Juan puts up with me. He just put up with me as we went through the entire doc criticizing me, which I get. My own fault, sure. But what also you guys don't know is John bends over backwards for me in a weird way. But, you know, every night when we go to record, I tell you I'm putting my kids to bed. I tell you I'm brewing my coffee. And you're just ready. You accommodate for me, right? You're not. There's no, well, I can't record till this time. You know, I just, I appreciate that, John. You know, you, I haven't said it enough to you. Always I there. Well, thank you. No, it's truth. You know, you know, I, oh. I, other podcasts I see sometimes, you know, with different schedules, but you understand I have the little bit of the younger kids and it's tougher. I got to do the routine still. And someday, hopefully I don't have to, but uh, I appreciate it. Oh, the routine only changes. It just changes. It's just, it just there's changes. no more foot stories, you know, reading books and whatnot and. All that good stuff. We're still in that phase, but you know, <laughs> Drew. Drew is referring to the fact that we have had a topic on our doc for about a month now, and he still hasn't put together a list yet. But if you listen to an episode from mm. what is it, two or three episodes? Had to be like three episodes ago. We actually mention on that episode. Oh, do I on today? We're going to talk about that. And we go. That would be a great topic. We should do that next week. And that was about a month ago, and it's still coming. Uh. Drew just needs to make a list. I'll give bonus points to anyone who can tell me that topic, by the way. Um, Speaking of kids getting older, uh, this past week, I did something I've never had to do before yet again. Uh Uh-oh. It's always new ground. Went on a college tour with Cedric. Crazy. We actually all went. But here's why it was exciting. We went to Colorado State University. And I'm so excited. That is my alma mater. I went to CSU uh, between 94 and 97. No, no, 95 and 98. Um, I was there. I'll never forget when I was reading in the uh, Rocky Mountain News about Terrell Davis being the breakout young player for the Broncos in spring tra- in, uh, training camp. And um, yeah, I went there for three years after a year of community college back in 94 to 95. I didn't actually get my degree until 2005, which is a story Ooh. into itself. Fun fact. You know what um, I was doing in 1994, John? Learning to wet my own ass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. No, we're, we're advanced. And we'll get to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did a CSU campus tour. I was very excited because, you know what I mean? Like, 
my have memories of these are some of my greatest memories is my three years at Colorado State. When I learned to be a man, I went there and I had never did my own laundry before. And I remember I had to lease a car on my own. Remember, I lived in New York. And so I didn't have my parents to help me get a car. I had to get an apartment a couple times just on my own, not knowing how to do any of this stuff. And I grew up then. So those are my my favorite years of my life. But like their memories, yet it's like an hour and 15 minutes north of me. <laughs> and so we did the campus tour, which, by the way, I've never done before. Um, when I went to CSU, I went sight unseen. I just I applied. I got accepted. I got accepted to wow. Clemson as well. And I had to decide between the two. I picked CSU because I didn't want to move to the hot South Carolina. You know what I mean? Like and um yeah, like we did a tour. We walked around the campus. I saw buildings I hadn't, you know, I hadn't been in in 20 years. They have a computer science building now. We never had, they never had that before. Um, when I had to do anything on a, on a lab computer, we had to go off campus. And now that, that building's not used for that anymore. I was like, wow, this would have been really nice. It's literally right by the student center. I used to have to bolt there after the previous class to get to, to the lab for my next class. Um, they have a, a whole new rec center, which they never had before. That's free to all students. And there's a running track. There's exercise equipment, tons of it. There is all of the racquetball courts and everything. Right. It's all free. It's like, holy crap. So, so I was wish I had that. Um, yeah, he was excited. This was his first tour. Yeah, he didn't so, really know what to expect. Right? Exactly. He, he's so, excited for it. We're going to do CU as well. And we're going to do School of Mines, which is like literally 10 minutes from us. So I, I got to ask, is this, I guess I never really understood the origin story, John, but is this what drove you now to why you live in Denver or Colorado today? Uh, sort of. I was a Broncos, Denver Broncos fan as a kid because they had the same colors as the New York Mets. Okay. Makes so I'm a Broncos fan. <laughs> And then in my last year at high school for my birthday, um, my brother got we flew to Denver to see a Broncos Giants game here in Denver. Yeah, yeah. OK, that was, was in yeah, 90, 93. Yeah, um, the Broncos won that game, but I'll, I'll never forget. John Elway got hurt in that game and Jeff Hostetler got hurt in that game. Both quarterbacks for our teams got hurt. Um. And then, but I, I fell in love with Denver when I went there. It was still like a cowboy town back then. And then that's when I decided I wanted to try to go to college there. Okay. And I only applied to CSU because I I, I applied late. I, it was a last second decision. I had already been at community college. I was going to do another year of community college. And I just decided, let me see if I can go to a, col- a real college because community college was really easy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, C- CU wasn't accepting. A couple other places weren't accepting Colorado College. And CSU was accepting and it sounded really nice. So I didn't tour. I didn't visit. I just applied. I got it and went and I loved it. It was a great decision that I made. Kind of wish I did that for four years, but I'm done not paying my, uh, my school loans anymore. I finished that a couple years ago. So that's fine. So that, but that's, that's how you ended up in there today because of your visit and then going to school there. You kind of just fell in love with the place. Yeah. I stayed out here. I mean, we're in deep here, but when you met Michelle, was that out in Colorado? Was that in New York? Yeah, we just happened to both be from New York, but we met out here. Uh-huh. I never I never went home after college. I got an apartment while I was at college, and then I moved to another apartment when I left college. I never went back to New York um, after that? my second year at CSU. Because my, my third uh, semester intermission, I had an apartment 
in my third in my third year. Um, so I never did go back. Um, I could never go back. It's I can't exist in New York. Oh, anymore. New York is literally oh, the worst place on earth. Sea level and there's too many people. Um, but, I, uh, I like my yeah. distance. I'm like a three to four hour drive. That's my distance from there. Yeah. How was uh, how's your week? Good. Uh, you know, pretty. Unfit. I mean, busy with the kids. This is like we're starting to wrap up all the fall activities and fall sports and stuff like that. Uh, I went to my mom's last night. She does like her annual little Halloween party. We had a we had a good fun time. I dressed as Bowser. I did a, a, a nice. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about it later a little bit, but um, yeah, pretty quiet. Tried to do all my chores again. I've been big on trying to do all my chores like Friday, Saturday, so then Sunday I can do nothing. And that's right. what I did. Today was like football, you know, a lot of Mario Wonder. I actually I actually had to work for a few hours today. Oh my um, goodness. I know. It's been bad lately. It's, it's only going to get worse. I know. Wait, what are people doing on a Sunday? I, if somebody I told just, me to work on a Sunday, if they needed help, I'd be like, fuck you. You no shouldn't one, be working today. Why no should I help you? No one told me to, but um, my boss asked for something like Wednesday night, Thursday morning. And he's just, and I and I kind of put it off till Friday because I was busy. I mean, he only gave me two days. And then I thought it would just be like an hour job. And then when I really looked into it, it was like an eight hour job. And I had to work a little <laughs> bit Friday, a little bit Saturday, and I wrapped it up today. But we're getting right. in Je- we're getting in Jesse territory here. With, yeah, we, uh, yeah, we don't work stories. Nobody cares about that. We're talking about origin stories and work stories. That's fine. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's that's all I have really going what, on. I think I, and the most important thing that happened today, both of our shitty football teams won a game. That's right. Patriots big. I thought they I thought they had lost. The Bills scored like less than two minutes to go. I thought that game was over. I stopped looking yep. at it. And then they, and then they down scored the somehow. And then the Broncos look like they were going to do the same thing they always do, which is they have a lead and then the team just scores on the late in the fourth quarter because the Broncos were 0 and three at home. Yep. And it looked like Green Bay was going to drive down the field again. And then we stopped them. It was great. It was. Um, they had it a was. situation. I don't know if you, you didn't probably didn't see the end of that game. So there's so here here's your football quiz, right? Broncos are they're just they ran the ball three times. There's less than two minutes left. There's like a minute 40 when they got the, the ball. Mm-hmm. They ran three times. Packers had one timeout. So um, the Broncos took a delay a game penalty. Six seconds on the clock. Fourth down. What do you do? You're up they You're up one. No, they were up two points. You're at your own 30 yard line. Six yeah. seconds on the clock, fourth down. What do you do? Six seconds on the clock, fourth down. The question is, do you punt? Or do you just try to run it? Yeah. And I think you just punt. I, I you normally you would just punt, but there's so many things can happen. Special teams could botch it. You know, what do you do? And I said, like. Let Russell what, Wilson what run, run around, run around, and then throw it like as With far as you can out of bounds. Left. But the thing was, and that was, and that's actually what they did. But man, this year the Broncos have been so bad. You just you're never like, know. oh, you just know he's gonna fuck it up though. He's gonna he's gonna fall. It's he's gonna fumble it. And I was so stressed out. He he handled it perfectly. But this year, I mean, it was like, oh my god, the Broncos are gonna lose this game, aren't they? <laughs> He's going to fall. He's going to drop it. Someone's going to pick it up and it's going to roll an ankle. <laughs> yeah. But we win. Uh, that's it. So. We both win. We both win. I guess Amazing. Uh, we wanted to lose a weird, weird situation. But here we are. Here we Two are. Two and five. Yeah. All right, you, 
So we're two and five. We have to play the Chiefs next week. But honestly, the rest of our schedule is not like that scary. We have the Bills in a couple weeks, but they seem like patsies to me, huh, Rizzle? The last couple so, weeks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did Bill, there. Bills do not scare me. They're good. I don't think the Broncos will beat them in Buffalo, but I'm just saying they're not the Chiefs, you know? It's true. All right, let's get to some Manscaped here. Okay. Hey, John, I don't know if you know, I saw an email come in that a, a little listener review. I'm going to read this for you. It said, hey, dads, I bought a new lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. And let me tell you how it changed my life. This new product has incredible precision, provided lasting comfort. For example, my balls are so smooth that I have less friction against my thighs when I go for a jog. My grundle and ass has never been so thin and here free that I no longer get dingleberries. And my dit sideburns are so smooth that I get more penetration during sets. Thank you, Manscaped, for changing my life at the gym, taking a shit, and in bed. Now, John, I didn't write that. I don't know who wrote that in an anonymous email. Um, but it sounds like this person has life-changing experience um, with, with Manscaped products. I know that we personally have gotten a new lawnmower 5.0 that is now in the market. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible. You know, just when you think that... The four, like I remember when the three point out came out, you're like this is incredible. You can never get better than this. And then the four point came out, it was quieter, it was thinner, it was nice. And and now you have the five point that has attachments that even have different. You know, it's, it's incredible, incredible it, stuff. It, it, the five has a feature where you can. It's like a travel lock, mm. so that it doesn't turn on. Now I've never traveled with it. I don't know why you would travel with it. You Let's can go a week like without manscaping. Yeah, agreed. But uh, I have had it where it actually has turned on because it's a very sensitive button. So you can lock it and the the marketing material literally says uh, so you don't have a suspicious buzzing going on in your suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So if you have not bought your 5.0 Ultra yet, head over to Manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Remember, use this to replenish. I still use the shampoo to today, um, and I'll always use the NINDADS code when I need to replenish that. I actually have the chapstick sitting by my bedstand for whatever reason. The ball deodorant, foot deodorant. There's some there's some good products out there that are consumable. So you got to recharge. You got to re, you know, restock. Yeah, you can subscribe monthly as well. It's true. It is true. We've learned. <laughs> we've, we've learned that, John. Be careful about those subscriptions. Manscaped can be a little bit tricky. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all we got this week for Manscaped. Go, uh, go buy some stuff. All right, let's buy it. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing here. Uh, you and I, once again, we have an episode where we've played games together. Wow. Look at that. Novel idea. Mm. Uh, and the first one, let's talk about Super, let's talk about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. We That's have. the one I'm we more excited to. to talk about. So before we talk about how, let's talk about just how far we are. No spoilers or anything for the crowd, but um, <laughs> I'm on world, I guess you could say four. Now, I don't is, it, is it watery? Is it what kind of world is this? Is We're it talking a little sandy, a little sandy? Sandy. Okay. Okay. I am. I'm in the same world. Yep. I feel like that was the natural thing to do, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's every I, Mario game. Of course. It's, of course. Um. Yeah. I mean, where where do you start, John? I mean, I saw your 90 second review, so 10 out of 10. Let's let's state the obvious there. That was your score. Yeah. Um. It seems like we're easy. in similar spots, right? I'm gonna start by saying that. Excited to play this game. My first reaction in my mind was going to this game. And I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. These games now that I get that my kids are now excited to play, right? My fault. Guilty. I got them to love Nintendo, right? I'm on it. That's fine. 
but now they want to play with you, right? I can't remember the last time I got to sit down and enjoy like a Mario game by myself. It just, I mean, and, and to be honest, I don't actually mind playing with my wife. It's actually a lot of fun. But now with the kids, we started Friday night, and I think I messaged it and mentioned it in Discord, but like it turned into a complete shit show, John, where I had to put my son in timeout. I haven't put my kid in timeout in years. Like, like, yep, go to your room, shut the door, and like just 10 minutes just to like calm down because he just kept getting so upset over like every death this probably had nothing to do with even mario wonder it's just like probably having a bad day or something right but yeah like the, the death like i didn't want to be this character i want <laughs> to change it's a bad day for a young kid on a sunday maybe a friday maybe he's tired i think this was friday night <laughs> okay. he's probably tired right. right you know he's in he had to wake up early go to school whatever the whole nine yards maybe he had a bad day at school i don't know. maybe drop his yogurt on the floor i don't know my point was is that it was it was to the point that it was like I was getting so mad because I just wanted to play the game and I was legit like getting like angry and I don't get angry I'm not an angry guy but I was legit and angry at the situation because like I would think I was so upset that he was getting so mad over a video game and I hate to see that video game is supposed to be fun it's supposed to be enjoyable it's supposed to be a family time that it made me like not even want to play the game anymore and I was getting so flustered with it. Um, was there was that like a hesitation because like i've run into that with my kids and i mean even to this day if if like one of my kids is being like rude or something like that i will just calmly tell them yep go to your room like i I just say just go to your room i don't really get mad at them i just be like i don't like the way you're talking to your sister i don't like you know what i mean i say go to your room stay in there for a little while um but like especially when we played video Mm. games like yeah if my kid was like getting really like you know frustrated or whatever i'd be just like okay you're done go to your room and then like i would continue playing without them you know what i mean because if we stopped playing it's like okay then you're done but then we're all done right it's like no we're gonna keep playing and having fun and you can't you can't yeah no that that, that's a great point and and you know get into the parenting moment here and i don't i almost look back at it and it's you know i feel bad it's like not who i am but with him i get very aggravated and I shout and I don't usually shout, but I yell and I do yell at him. And I think it's just the frustration of like, he talks back sometimes and I don't know where he gets this from. Um, because then like the next day he'll be an angel and he's like the sweetest, nicest little kid. So it's like, what, what's going on in your seven year old mind? That's like, and, and I hate to say it, it always leads back to typically video game involvement. Mm-hmm. Like if I tell my kids, like, like, first of all, they can't play video games Monday through Thursday. It's not even an option. They're not allowed to. So I think they wait for the weekend, right? And then if I say you guys can play from 10 or 9 a.m. to 11, and then we're going to have, you know, lunch, get ready for lunch and relax and watch TV or something, like my daughter will turn it off at 11 on the dot. Like 11.15 comes around, and I'm still telling my kid to turn off the video game. Like, buddy, you got to right. turn it off. Like, I told you already. So it's just, it's just, it's flustering. And, and it really made me upset Friday night um, and kind of had to regroup. Um, but I will say, so after the kids went to bed, we, uh, Amy and I went back and we played just the two of us and we went back and played all the levels that we previously played. So they wouldn't really miss any of the story or anything. And then we could just focus on hundred percent in those levels. Uh, but a few things I want to talk about, um, sidetracked was, so let's talk about, have you played multiplayer yet? No, well, not the online stuff, not with a person. Yeah. So one thing that this game does that's super frustrating is that 
they they changed the concept, right? You can no longer jump on people's heads, which I guess is good. In in, in some of the older games, it really helps you get hard, get the, the tough locations, but I get it. They give you a crown, right? So I'm going to be blunt. I don't fully understand how this crown works. So one of the four players has the crown. Typically, player one starts with it. Mm-hmm. Player one dies at any point. The crown shifts to another person. But also, throughout the levels, sometimes it just changes the person. I don't know if there's like a point system or or something. Whoever has the crown, though, John, is where the screen is centered. Oh, really? Yes. And let me tell you, when you're playing with a seven and nine-year-old, and I'm trying to like wall jump and jump up top. You see like the little bubble that says like with an arrow, Hey, Mario's up here, but I can't see him. Mm-hmm. And now my kid who's playing as Yoshi and Nabbit, whoever they, they have no clue how to wall jump and get up top. So it's like you all right, You know what? Just play the level. I'll have to come back and try to explore it later. But it's so frustrating as well because they'll end up killing you because now you're trying to do something on the left side of the screen and here they are moving to the right and now the screen's going to keep moving and you get smushed between the screen and a pipe and now you're dead. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's absolutely chaos and annoyance. And I looked forever in settings. How do you just make player one give them the crown? Like, period. That's all I want. Right. And then what happens is, is after the, the level's over, whoever had the crown, John, is now in control of the mini map. And it's like, oh, my God, this is like, I go to the shop. No, no, no. Go to the level. Over the, no, 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 no. Like, and it's like you're yelling at your kid to try to like. And that was part of the Friday night aggravation that was already on top of my son crying over dying. So it was like, <laughs> I, I can't handle this game right now. Like, I just want to play it and enjoy it. And I'm not having fun. Um. So that crown thing is is like brutal for couch co-op. Um, I did find out, I, I figured it out. If you hold L and R, you turn into that ghost mode, like the old school bubbling mode, we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you do that, the crown automatically jumps to another person. Right? Oh, Because you, okay. you're dead. Essentially, you're dead. Right. But man, the crown thing is by far, I hate to say it, the worst feature in that game. I, I, it's I it's just, hard when you do those multiplayer games because those questions people don't even think about. Mm. Where is the camera? You know, when you die, does everybody die? You know, there's games Reed. where if everybody dies, then you die. But if one person's alive, you're okay. And like that's like how Mario games have been. Yeah, it's hard to get perfectly right. Can you hit other players in this game? Right, you go right through them. But Correct. in previous games, you jump on their heads. So it's better now. It, it but... it's definitely better. I agree. I just the crown thing i don't know why it has to that was where the screen has to center and how it i just i don't understand how it chooses who has the crown yeah Um, i feel like you should just have you should pick the person who will be the captain or the the first player and then just leave it instead of player one player one should always just own the crown right because you don't want your kid to have the crown and then the kids picked in the minimap levels and running around in the slide the overview world whatever the overall whatever you want to they'll, call they'll it pick but, some level you've already done it's like no yeah. we didn't really, like yeah 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 or they're not pushing and then they push an r at the start of the screen to change your badge and it's just like oh my gosh like i just 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 want to play the game right yeah um, but i mean what well, yeah i know i did a lot of talking there so what i mean what's some of your first interactions the first assumptions uh, that you know um I don't think we really have to talk about the story uh there's there's the same sort of story except you, bowser doesn't kidnap the princess 
That's Bowser true. becomes a castle. Plus, because we have to be able to play the princesses. You know, the we have seen like a lot of footage of Wonder, and we all kind of played the demo of Wonder. So I think we've all kind of experienced that. And a lot of this is like what what has become of it. And yeah, there's every level and the wonder seed does something different. So every time I play a level, I'm always like jazzed to see what the wonder yeah. seed is going to do. And I've seen some really cool things. And I think at this point we've all seen the prana plant singing, which is oh my gosh. just simply fantastic. I'm not you sure. Just I, I guess there and, yeah. you could have done that. I think you can get there and maybe in the target demo. I only did the first level though. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a fantastic, I, I called it like one of the best levels of all time. Just absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, every level is joyous. I found it kind of difficult in the beginning. Like I didn't Very. like take walk through the first few levels. I was taking my hits. I agree. Um, Very I finished difficult. the first world. I like that the boss fights are similar to like Mario three Mario world. Mm-hmm. Um, me, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I would have liked to seen like a different kind of boss fight, but you know, I like the way it like you get instead of you, you don't have to hit them three times. Like you turn big and then you turn small. That was funny. Yeah. Um, so, so that was, that was good. I, when I finished the first world, I went back and I, I completed all the levels. I got all the flagpoles and all the, the wonder seeds and all that. Did you notice that it's very faint, but when you go to like, if you hit the L and go to the map to look at the levels Mm -hmm. that way, there's like a, a circle with a green check mark behind all of the things, because let me tell you why. You're going to have your your flag, you might have two or three seeds, and then you have your coins. Mm-hmm. But you could get all of those things, but you didn't 100% that level. The green check mark will tell you if if you don't have it and you have all those things, it means there's a second exit to that uh, level. You might unlock another level. So Yeah, I didn't notice that. Look for the little circle. It's it's not that little. It's actually pretty big and it's a green check mark. It's hard to see it because it's behind all the other things. Okay. Um just what I recommend is scroll through your levels. I'm sure you've done it on at least one level, and then you'll notice the ones that you didn't do it on. Because okay. it helped me find some hidden levels. I'll just leave it at that. I don't I'm assuming yeah. you found maybe the big hidden level. Maybe not. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of secrets um, around. Uh, there's difficult levels that lead to other paths. So it's been fun finding those. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 I, I so I, I with the first world, I went back and did everything, but I haven't done it since. I'm basically just I'm, I'm finishing the level. I'm not repeating anything. Oh, okay. I'm just going to play it that way till I roll credits and then, and go then back. I'll go back and, and do everything because I feel like okay. you're going to gain skills badges. I agree with that. that will and help. it might it might be it might be more fun to say, oh, I have to get this thing. It's mm. kind of tricky, but I have this high jump now and I'll use that. Or maybe so, again, I, I have no idea, but maybe you unlock a new character of some sort now you want to try them and play with yeah. them. And if you I agree, if you beat the whole game and hundred percent it, then what's there's nothing left to do. Right. Yeah. So I don't want a hundred percent everything as I go. So I'm I'm just kind of going straight through and um I'm loving it. Like every level you is know. so much fun. I switch characters a lot. Like every Same. level or two, I'll actually switch characters. I like that they don't have unique skills because I remember playing Mario 2 and I would use, mm-hmm. you know, I'd use Peach a lot because you kind of her float was sort of a crutch. But like now it's just like you could pick a character. So it's like, I want to play Daisy. I'm going to play Peach. I'm going to play all these different guys. I haven't played Yoshi or Nabbit yet. Yeah, well, I'll, so I'll speaking try Yoshi. of Yoshi, when you play co-op, mm-hmm. we talked about not being able to jump on people's heads, but 
as you saw in the trailers, you can jump on Yoshi's body, right? right? Yep. Um, which is, by the way, equally as frustrating as jumping on somebody's head. <laughs> you played a game fairly recently where that was happening. I can't remember what it was. What, jumping on somebody's head? Like you that? can kind of accidentally jump on other people when you don't intend to. I forget what game that was. Huh, I don't know. Um, but I agree with you. I'm, I'm also, I'm, I mean, I'm loving this game. It's so fun and so smooth. What is, uh, I don't think this is a spoiler. What's your favorite badge so far? I like the floating jump where you kind of float a little bit at the end. It, it can with, be useful. The hat? Uh, the hat? Yeah, but the one you hold the hat and float. Oh, no, no, not that one. There's another one where it kind of like gives you a, a little float. Um, oh, I think I know which one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's one where you, if you crouch, you you can then do a high jump. That's come in handy. Yeah. Um, but for yeah, the most kind of part, a... I use the, the dolphin one for like water levels. Of course. Um, nothing has been necessary. And like I said, like when you have to try to get all the the little 10 coin things and all that, then then maybe I'll be a little more choosy with badges. Um, but right yeah. now, I don't I whatever I kind of if I get something cool, I equip it and I leave it until the next thing. And I'm not going out of my way right now. Yeah, that's um, a good point. It, it's yeah, I agree. We sometimes I'll play a level and I, I know there was a tricky coin somewhere that I didn't get that I might say, let me just replay and get the coin because I'll forget where that was maybe. Or right. Something. But yeah. For the most part. I've been trying to just move on uh, like, to like you said, because there's going to be things along the way that are going to help you. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. It, one it, thing that one thing, one little annoyance with the overworld map is when you, uh, when you, when you look at the level from the overworld, it shows you the wonder seeds and which ones are missing. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't show you if you did the flagpole. Agreed. Um, or the points, right? Just the seed. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It, yeah, it just shows you the difficulty and the wonder seeds. So you have to hit L and then you look through the list. But it's like, I really I wish it would just show it. I want to walk around and see like, you know, you'll see those levels like a golden flagpole or something. Yes, it yep. would be easier just to know without. So I feel like it becomes too much about looking through the menu instead of the overworld. I'd rather like look through the overworld. Yeah, um, I like having more. both. But yeah, I want to see it visually and I can go, oh, I didn't do that one. Just walk over there. Um, but it's just a very minor gripe. I don't think they'll fix it. <laughs> I'm learning from Nintendo. They don't really make those kinds of changes. Yeah. Um, but otherwise the, the gameplay is fantastic. And, uh, I like that. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a very long game. If you just want to yeah, roll credits, I agree. Uh, but at the same time, I cannot wait to go back and just do all the things. Um, Agreed. a lot and, of fun. And speaking of the overworld, I found that the world we're both on now, mm -hmm. um, tons of little hidden secrets in the overworld where yeah, I didn't really see yeah. that with a lot of the other previous worlds, which was odd. I know. Yeah. There's definitely been more and you have to really look around a lot more, which is and you'll fun find and awesome. Levels. Yeah. But, yep. but the, the other, it was, which was weird because the previous three worlds didn't really have that. Yep. And if you so. go back to Mario world, the only way you find levels is by finding secret exits here. You found Correct. it just by walking. Yeah. It was, fan it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was great. Um, and, uh, I was going to say, oh yeah. And then there's like different level types. Um, you've got the wiggler race, which is fun. Oh, those are a lot of fun. I really, what is your opinion of the, um, what is it called? Party search or search party? Those are the ones you have to find like the five coins or something. Yeah. And it's I like, like it's, it's like you just searching and searching and searching. And it says, you know, maybe friends can help you. Although listening to your story, I'm not sure how helpful that would be. 
Well, correct, right? And I and I'm going to tell you this: when you play with more than two people, you can't play online. So oh, all really? of those ghosts and standees that you see while yeah. playing solo go away when you play with more than two people. Oh, wow! So three and four people now you're on your own, which is, I mean, irrelevant. I guess if you really wanted to, you don't want the hints. You could turn them off, but there are no hints anymore. Like, like there's no help. That'd be tricky because you're. Even if though you have two or three people on the screen that you can't really separate from each other and search Correct. the whole level. It's it's um, it's, it's tough. And, and and again, I'm not trying to sound negative here because I don't know the solution. Right. And yeah. and, and and it doesn't it's not that like the game sucks because of it. I, the game is fabulous. I'm having a blast. And I'm having so we, we played for an hour before the show tonight, and it was the opposite of what happened Friday night. The kids were laughing. They were dying. They were, didn't care. They were both Yoshis, and they were just having fun. And I was like, this is this is what Evan, game night's supposed Evan, to be. Evan just playing terrified. Like, ah, yeah. I died again. That's hilarious. Deep down. <laughs> fucking shit. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's it's um, that is a, a feature just to know if, if you play co-op, you can't have it online. So you don't see the little standees and stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, I like the, I like the uh, the the ba- the badge challenge levels, um, and the search party. Like I like I like those sort of theme levels. Like, they help break it up a little bit. The other one is the knockout. You have to kill all the enemies in a certain amount of time. Have you, I done you, that one? Yeah. So I know because we talked on Discord. And you didn't mention that one. So there's the Wiggler oh, okay. races. There's the finding ones. There's one called KO Arena or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten that one. Really? Uh, not, again, not a spoiler. You go into a pipe and it will say like zero of five enemies. You got to find, kill the five enemies. You go into another pipe and maybe now with zero of seven enemies. You got to kill them and go to the next pipe. And I think there's three little areas. And I mean, I think that's, you're a, being that's a spoiler, though. I mean, that's not a spoiler. I you thought said you not saw... a spoiler. <laughs> I mean, it's the I same mean, it's fine. Thing as the Wiggler race. Oh, I know. I, I can't believe you haven't. I feel like I've played yeah, three of them. I wonder if that's a no. I haven't. I haven't seen that. That's are you sure? I don't. No, I don't recall it at all. Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a multiplayer thing. I don't know. It definitely is not. It's, it's okay. no different than like the Whittler race. Like I said, since World Two, I'm basically like go to the level, go to the level. I do all the levels I see, but I'm just basically like go, go, go. Oh, I found there like are the, some off the beaten path. I will say, yeah. I found a like a secret world. Um, there's there's just a lot to find, and I can't wait to really bear down and start getting everything. Um, yeah. but I'm almost like antsy, where it's like I'm just kind of going for the credit. I'm not like racing or anything. I'm just like making it a point to just play the game through and beat mm-hmm. it, and then come back. So yeah. it's fantastic. Ten out of ten. Um, and as I said a couple weeks ago in the Discord, if you're not interested in playing this game. What are you doing on a Nintendo Discord? You know what I mean? Like, I, what do you... I agree. And it's the same thing with Spider-Man 2, which is a game I'll talk about later. If you're not going to play, if you're not interested in playing Spider-Man on PlayStation, why do you got a PlayStation for it? You know, not even about Spider-Man. Same thing. I mean, again, never played it, but it's it's more than just Spider-Man, right? It's, I mean, it's, it's a flagship yeah. property on the system. Sure. If you can't enjoy Super Mario Wonder, then why are just go get a different console? Because like, why are you here? Like, this is why we are all here. We play all these other games, but if you don't like Mario, Dylan, if you don't like Mario wow. or Zelda, what are you doing here, pal? Dylan, I I just I just it, I find it shocking. 
If none of your friends are interested in Mario or Zelda, Dylan, I think um, mm-hmm. this is going to go down as probably not the game of the year because of Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, but this is that. the most polished, it, beautiful, yeah. colorful game of the year, uh, probably on the Nintendo Switch right and, now. And it's, it's credit beautiful. where it's due. They they tried like hell to be different than every other Mario game. And don't get me wrong, it has the, the basics, right? But it's yeah. unique in its own sense. And like to your point, the I love just seeing what the next world is going to look like and how do you make the desert different? How do you make a water level different? You know, how do you make these things different? And and they, they did a decent job from what I've seen so far. And it's, uh, yep. it's an absolute blast. It's a lot of fun. Yep. Yep. Love so. it. Um, the other game that we've both played, uh, although I, I don't think you've played in a while, is uh, Wargroove 2. Wargroove 2. I, did, I know. This came out since our last show. I know. I feel like we've already talked about it on the show. Well, came the out last... on like a Tuesday, didn't oh, it? Oh, it came out. Yeah, it came out October 5th. So it we was about it on days last before episode. our last show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're farther into it. Uh, where where are you? I, I'm less concerned about spoilers in this game because I don't know anybody yeah. else who's playing it besides us. Where are you in this game? Because you quit. You quit. You stopped. I didn't quit. I just, I love this game, by the way. This is like a top 10 game of the year for me. Oh, my God. I'm that in love with this. I just, there's two other games, Mario Wonder, and another game I'll talk about a little bit later that I had to play for obvious reasons. Uh, But I will be coming back to this game shortly. Uh, I, I think I am, I definitely, definitely beat the first two main campaigns. I beat the tutorial campaign. The, the first campaign and the second campaign. Um, and then as far as the road light conquest mode, I think I beat the first two campaigns on that one as well. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think I started maybe the third story campaign, but like one level maybe. Who's, right. who's, who's, the, who's the third one about? Have you started that? The third campaign? Yeah. That's the pirates. Oh, then I I did not. I beat the second one and I didn't start the third one yet. Okay. Yep. Um, I did. I I beat all the I beat all the campaigns. Nice. Uh, I was really excited to to play the pirate campaign because we had talked about this. Well, that's what what I thought the whole game was. Yeah. Tropical (laughs) islands and stalls and caves and pirates. And like, yeah, that's that's what I thought the whole game was as well. Right. Um. I uh, throttled down the difficulty on this game to what they say is normal. Um, I hit a, I hit a couple levels. You know how Wargroove is. The levels can take forever. And um, they, they, if you look at the default difficulty, they have it on like three peppers. It's a bit silly. Really? Yeah, the default is hard. That's what the first game was like too. Yeah. Uh, but this time around, I, I didn't, I don't love this game. This is not on my top ten this year. Um, but I throttled it down just to normal. Um, and it's still a nice little challenge, but it's a lot more fair. And, uh, yeah, no, I was really excited to do the pirate campaign. And then, um, and then there is a campaign that I don't know, I thought was supposed to pull every, it was the one that's, that's, there's only one campaign that's locked. Oh, and that's you can do them in, you can do them in any order you want. Yeah. Once you beat all of them, then it unlocks the last one. Okay. And. I thought it would be like, let's bring everything together. Sure. And I guess it kind of does, but not in any yeah, kind of story right. way. Um, it's just like this really big. It's not a long campaign. It's like I was going to say that was shorter. Yeah. Okay. And it's this big chaotic thing. And um, yeah, um, I overall. I do not like that they broke up 
you know, Wargroove had one big long campaign that tutorialized all the way through it. Get more you know, complicated the further you went. Well, not, yeah, I wouldn't say complicated, but like well, they introduced water levels after a while and they introduced the, the giants after no, a while. Like, see, but I disagree. I, I like how it splits it up. And like campaign one is pretty much just all ground like units, right? Second campaign introduces a lot of aerial stuff, the dragons, the witches, the harpies, etc. And now I'm assuming the third campaign with the pirates introduces all the water um, yeah. units. So I kind of yeah. like that because, like, for example, I'm assuming the pirate one doesn't have any air units. That's kind of how it is, it, right? For the most I part, don't, like, I don't have think the, there's air units. No, so they, they keep them separated, which makes the game, I think, less complicated and more straightforward. Now, but it doesn't. It doesn't because when you play the roguelike mode, it's you've dead. got water, air, you got everything, and you yeah. haven't learned those things. And then True. when you play the campaign, I mean, I was thirty hours into the game before I learned what the kraken does. You know, but it's but I had seen the kraken. Yeah. Um, they added a few units from the the first game, so it just it just felt like it took forever to introduce all of them. And plus, you could have done any one of them in a row. So who knows what your experience is. Um, and I played Wargroove and I just feel like I feel bad for anybody who didn't play Wargroove who was here because it's like I don't feel like I know what's going on. At the very least, I would say if you wanted to avoid that sort of pain, um, don't play the roguelite mode until you finish the campaigns. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, it's just it, it just it was a weird way to break it up. None of the stories are very good. The pirate level was the easiest to understand. And probably okay. the one I enjoyed the most because there was a like there was a more heartfelt story going on there. Just as and much was, dialogue, I'm assuming. It's still chatty. So, yeah, it's so it's chatty. chatty. For... And it has these levels that aren't even battles. You just like walk, 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 talk to somebody. Yeah, walk, I don't walk, like talk that. To somebody. It's like, what are you doing? I agree with um, that. Nobody I don't know what they're do going that. for. There there are puzzle levels. Um, I had to make a note of that because the the. the the first game had puzzle levels that were interesting at first, but got so hard and complex by the end. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't get anywhere near the end of them. I remember um, I had to look up some in the first game, like the like how to beat the level. They literally feel like they were generated by a computer that used, oh. you know, code to sort of come up with the most cryptic things. Doesn't feel like it was made by a human. It feels random. It's just not satisfying. Um, but there are puzzle levels in Wargroove too. I think pretty late. I'm not even sure if they're in those first two campaigns, but they had in the, in the pirate campaign for sure. They had a puzzle level and the way they changed it was you had one turn to do everything. And if you didn't, you had to repeat the turn just like a puzzle level. But then if you did that one, they did another one and another one that sort of continued this little story. Hmm. And then if you were having trouble, they had a hint mode. So every time you performed an action, it would say if that was the right action or the wrong action. They wouldn't like immediately make you start again, but they just let you know if that was the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. And there was one where I just turned it on because I was I was completely flummoxed. Hmm. Um, but they did make a comeback. So they're, they're, they're more accessible and better than the first game where they locked like 30 stars yep. behind it and they were mind numbing. Um. And the other thing I really am not satisfied with this game is what character am I? Like you literally use villains early on in the game. It's and then there's confusing. you're using bad guys. The, the, the Wargroove story was, you know, you are 
like cherry stone, right? The good guys. Yeah. And then you have these enemies and then you eventually win over the enemies and then you all work together at the end. And they, they kind of like, because they didn't come up with all new characters for this game, they had to find reasons for you to battle them. So when you do like, you know, when you do the roguelite mode, it's like, oh, like literally the story of the roguelite mode is I have to get a Christmas present and I'm going to go fight my way to go find a Christmas present. <laughs> it's like the dumbest thing. Like I like I understand stories are not always important or whatever, but put me in a mindset. Yeah, it was just so dumb. It was like they were play acting a roguelite mode. It's like, why can't it be a real roguelite mode? Why can't yeah. we have a oh. real enemy? I mean, you bring up a lot of good reasons. I, I just, for me, I think the gameplay, I, I, I agree the story mode was so chatty. It, there were certain parts of it I was just literally pushing A. Mm -hmm. But I think when you get into the, the trucks of the actual physical gameplay of the game and the different unit styles and how each character, you do the critical hits and you want to make sure they, they, they're kind of stationed to the right spots to get their critical hits off. And it's that part of it is so much fun for me. Mm -hmm that I try to forget all that other story nonsense and garbage because I agree with you. It is when you compare it to Wargroove 1. But at the same time, it's the same gameplay that the, the first one had so much greatness in. I, I don't know. I haven't played the pirate one yet. You said that's the best one, so I'm excited for it. But yeah. I'm enjoying it. It, it. It's it's fun. It's It's an easy game to play while watching TV with the wife or anything because you can just look up. It's not an action game, right? So if it's your turn and mm -hmm. you didn't realize and you end up, you find yourself watching TV for five minutes, it's not a big deal. You don't look back down and you're fine. You know, it's not like you're you pausing. You can play without volume. You can play yeah. without headphones on. So it's, it's an easy game. And like, to be honest, that's one of those games that I wouldn't really need to play in the TV. It's not that exciting. Like, it's a perfect handheld game. Mm -hmm. So... They have, did you realize, did you, I don't know if you played, did you, did you play handhelds all the whole I'm time? Mostly I played both, but I, I'm okay. mostly handheld. Because when you play on the TV, the, the map is zoomed way out. Correct. But and you when can you play change handheld, it with, it's zoomed in. Can't you change it with the right joystick? You can't change it on. Um, I thought you moved in and out. On the TV. No, you, you can, you can, there's some things you can do, but for the most part, when you're on the TV, it's all zoomed out. So you see that the whole map. Right. And when you play handheld, you can actually choose the option between zoomed out the same way, but it'll be a lot smaller because it's a little screen. Yeah. Or zoomed in. It's weird. I don't I don't know yeah. why they did that. I don't know. And did you notice the only the only missing mechanic was you can't combine your uh, your guys anymore. Remember, remember you used to or am I wrong on this? Am I just thinking Advance Wars? I don't know. Could in Wargroove, couldn't you take like a soldier and move them on top of another soldier and combine them? And like add their health, like if it was a three and, and a four, add their health seven. together. Yeah. So like if you had a regular soldier and you moved it on top of a regular soldier, it would combine them. Am I am I wrong on that? Was that, I mean, that you played Wardroof one a second playthrough? I only played it the original, so I I I mean it sounds I mean, in my mind like a good idea, but I I, I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just yeah no joining units. Oh, wait, no, they say that's an advance force, huh? Maybe I'm totally wrong. Maybe I'm just remembering. You can do that in advance wars. OK, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what I think. I, I was thinking it was missing, but I, yeah, I guess I, it's I'm not. not I'm, I'm going to say it's not true either. Okay. I, I feel like I don't I think I'm wrong in a bell and I'm not familiar with advance wars. I get confused. 
it's a dead amount right. confused between the two. Yeah, overall, I was just a little disappointed in Wargroove 2. I thought it could have been a lot better, um, sure. but whatever. Um, like you said, the basic gameplay is fun, but uh, mm-hmm. ah, it had so much more potential. Mm. All right. Now, I okay, I'll talk. Let me talk about one of my games first, and then I'll let you talk about um, yours. Sure. Uh, the two main games that I've been playing for the last couple weeks um, on PlayStation, because I've been basically all Wargroove and Mario Wonder on the Switch. Uh, I finished Baldur's Gate 3. I could not be more proud of myself. I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here. This was a very hard, complex game to play through. I'd never played D&D before. And there were so many times while I played this game, I was like, well, I finished Act 1. Maybe I'll just end it here. Um, you know, it was just... It's a it's hard to explain it unless you've played it. There's so much inventory management and strategy and whatever. And I just felt like as I got towards the end, I wouldn't have a chance. And I made it through. I got better as I went. And uh, rolled credits 51 hours. Feels like 81 hours. 51, that's not bad. I, I dumb, dumb question real quick. I think I've asked this mm-hmm. one other time. Is this a turn-based style combat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, kind of like, I guess kind of like Mario and Rabbids. You, you have a certain amount of space to walk, and then you can attack, and then you can, you can walk when you're done attacking, so you have like a total amount. Uh, yeah, but um, it's it is a game you can play multiple times over. All, all I want to do is play it again. Honestly, as soon as I was wow. done, I was like, I I want to play this game again. And the reason why is you can have there's a whole bunch of possible party members you can find in the game. I had I had mine between like four people. Um, I could have myself. I had and I could have room for three. And I had uh, my my final party was Lazale. Gale and Shadowheart. Shadowheart was a cleric. Gale was a mage. Lazale is like my 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 tank. And uh, my avatar was basically uh, a paladin, a tank too. But like all I want to do is play it again. And I want to find some different um, characters. There was one character. I don't know her name, but she's like a devil girl. That's my best explanation of her. And all I wanted to do was play the whole game with her. But I had done some action before I even met her and she was pissed off at me and she would not join my party (laughs) and I want to play again and I want to get her in my party. Um, Yeah, there's a bunch of characters I never saw in the game because the side quests, you know, you play an open world game and the people have like little exclamation point over their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I click on a side quest that doesn't happen in this game. Um, Sometimes you walk into a situation and it'll go right into a cutscene and, you know, get it going. But, if but you a just lot of times close to the NPC. Yeah. You like, you know, you, you're walking on the trail and you see a couple people over a dead body and it's like, oh, like, let's go right into a story sequence. Um, but most of the time, you know, you just have to talk to people and you might get a quest out of it, depending on how you talk. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of characters I never saw in the game. Um, really popular ones, too. So all I want to do is play again. But um, uh, I can't right now. Um, but the game has three main acts. And what I love about it is it doesn't feel like it gets harder and harder as you go. Certainly the enemies are a little more powerful, but I almost felt like the game got a little easier as I went because I got better figuring out the combat systems Yeah, and I got better figuring out what spells I should be using. Everything was so overwhelming, but then by the end I felt really confident in my party and I could handle battles um, really well. And I love that. 
it didn't get super hard. Like, you know, um, I like that. Um, the story is great. I don't usually usually these fantasy stories are like whatever. Um, but like right from the beginning, um, they basically you've been captured. You're on a ship. They put this worm with teeth into your eyeball and it buries into your brain. And sure. you're going to turn into this hideous monster. Um, and over time and you and some party members you find in the beginning, you all have these different backgrounds and different skills, but you all have this like shared goal of getting this worm out of your heads oh. and it keeps you together for the whole game. Jeez. Um, it's just, it's fantastic. Um, I romance three people in the game. I sent you pictures. I, I enjoyed. Thank you. Appreciate uh, it. yep. Lazale, Gale, and, uh, I will say redacted. Um, and the redacted one was probably the most naughty picture I was able to send you the most naughty. Uh, you can only romance one at a time. So I, if you're playing this game, <laughs> it, you know, after you romance, you know, you can go, you can go for second encounters. Uh, but I would suggest break up with the person so that you can start working on somebody else. Unless you, unless right. you just want to have a monogamous relationship, but what's the fun in that? Um, but yeah, I, I played it on easy mode. I am, proud i did because it was still hard and the it, you know they were battles i had to repeat a couple times and if i had to repeat those four times i don't know if i would have gotten through this whole game um so play it on easy mode it's fine it's great uh it was tricky on ps5 because um if you play on pc you can just use your mouse and mouse and click on spells and manage your inventory really quickly just drag 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 on PS5, you have these radial menus. And I mean, I'm not even joking. My main character had eight radial menus because there's radial menus for every item you can use that you're holding and every spell that you can do and every sword attack you can do. And you just have to constantly manage these radial menus. And there were times I would sit down to play the game and I would spend a half hour and I would just manage my radial menus and then save it and then do something else. Hmm. Um, but it's absolutely a game of the year contender i would say if it wasn't for tears of the kingdom it would be the easy game of the year wow. um, it's and and the replay value of this game is practically infinite you can i can i will probably play this game through three or four or five times when it's all said and done over the years Just and wow. you can have all these different characters and you can make all these different decisions and all these different romances um, and I just can't wait to see if there's DLC and, and what else they do with this game. This is a, a legend game. Um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, love it to absolute death. Nice. Um, I have one other game, but let's talk about your game that you played. Yes, I played Dwerve. Um, I've been waiting for this game, John, literally, what, two years probably? I've been I've been talking about this. It got originally delayed. It came out on Steam many years ago. Uh, so from the switch, it got delayed and delayed, and I just said it's probably never going to happen. Um, and then uh, Nintendo Dads got me a code. Thankfully, I actually ended up doing a review, so it should be up on the channel if you want to get a quick look and uh, to see some gameplay and my thoughts on it. But essentially, my thoughts are now are that it's funny because the game style you saw, I think you saw the the video, John, is it's very similar looking to like Wardroove from like the pixelation art style. <laughs> In a way, which I thought was odd because that's the game I was playing before it. But Dwarf is a unique game where it's it's like this. It's it's an action adventure RPG, right? So it has like the overlook view of like a Zelda style world and and walking around and, and finding your little collectibles. Uh, you play as a dwarf, 
And it, it's just, it's a cute little clever story about the dwarves had to leave their mountain be, uh, because they kind of dug too deep and trolls started coming after them. So they kind of moved outside and lived outside in the valleys. And then eventually the trolls started attacking the camp and, um, which they thought was odd because trolls go in the sunlight and they're supposed to turn to stone. And then you dive deeper into the story and they created this elixir that lets them go outside in the, in the sunlight. Uh, but the cool part about this action adventure game is you'll be walking and the whole battle mechanic is actually a tower defense game. So you don't just really have like a sword and a shield where you're hacking slashing. You have to set up your towers and traps uh, to kind of stop the enemies from coming. Right. And it's tough. You've got to use the environment as also part of your to create paths and shields to try to control where the enemies are going to go and how they're going to attack you right and there's all sorts of you know crossbows to like mortars to saw blades uh and and there's actually a, a ton of them how, how many you can unlock throughout the game and they do a really good job at pacing them uh and you're limited you can't just do unlimited amounts of these things in the beginning you only can do like two uh, and you got to find these power stones that allow you to use more because each each essentially trap or torrent that you use, you have to use power stones. Uh, and it's just it's a lot of fun. The story just gets a little bit deeper and deeper and deeper as this young dwarf just has to go help and save his father and help his village. Um, I will say it at first it started very outdoorsy and then it kind of moved into the mountains and the, the mines and the, the caves and it dragged out. I don't want to say dragged out, but I just feel like they, they stayed in the mountains for a really long time and they kept going to new areas and new areas, right? And they try to change it up. Like one area is like a fungus mushroom area. The next one's lava. One of them's gems. So they, they, they try to keep, keep it going. There's also parts I felt a little bit like Wardrobe, John, where it did just get a little lengthy for chatting, like unnecessary chatting. Uh, I liked it also because it kind of rewards you if you do kind of explore off the beaten path. There's things you can find and you can find keys and chests uh, where you get upgrade material. So then you can go upgrade all of your torts and your traps and things along those lines. Which I also love is kind of like how Mario Wonder, you can kind of change your play style with the badges right at the start of every battle. This mm -hmm. is also kind of like that where there's a workbench like everywhere. Right, there's tons of workbenches where you just go to the workbench and you can change which traps you want to put in your build. So you only can really hold four at a time, right? The the X, Y, A, B buttons are your four traps that you can hold. Uh, and then there's also skill upgrade trees, right? So you can change those at the workbench as well, where you can sell the upgrades and get your, your upgrade, you know, currency right back instantly and there's no penalty. So it's nice. It's also a little pain because you have to keep like, oh, I want to use this one. All right, let me go sell all of those upgrades and buy these ones. And then the next battle, you want to sell those ones and buy those ones. It's a little bit of a pain, but it's also nice because you can do it, right? You're not locked into, I upgraded this trap to the mats and now I wish I didn't because it's it's not good for this battle. Uh, they have some boss battles, which are really unique and fun. Uh, I'm loving this game. I'm probably 10 hours in or eight hours in. I'm not quite done yet. I think I'm getting close, but I am not done. Uh, it's just, it's it's everything I wanted. It's it's exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it's uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. So, Dwerve. It came out a couple weeks ago. I think it's around $20-ish on the eShop. Well worth it. Uh, it's a unique gameplay, unique style, and a fun little story. Nice. 
incredibly um, under-marketed, I would say, because I remember it was supposed yeah. to come out, like, what, four months ago? And it just, that day you were, like, looking for it, and it just didn't come out. Correct. And there was and they, kind of, like, no announcement. And then you, <laughs> and, I think I found on Twitch or something that they said yes. it just delayed. By the way, like, you know, okay. Yeah. And then it came out, it doesn't even have a Metacritic score. It doesn't even no. have an entry on Metacritic. Like, is, what's... And, so and maybe weird. I'm just hyping it up as so much because I love this type of gameplay, game style, unique game, and maybe a lot of people don't even know what's out there. But this is a sleeper in my eyes. You want to check this out. It's a ton of fun. Um, the sad part is, so I looked it up. I saw this. There was this dwarf plushie, and it was a really solid plushie. I mean, he's a dwarf. He has this blue hair. He's kind of cool, unique looking. And when I, I started mean, doing more sounds research, like a, it's a clown. No. When I started doing research on the plushie, though, John, I think it was one of those like pre-orders that if we we got 5,000, we're going to be able to order the, the 5,000 plushies. Oh, like a Kickstarter they, type thing? Yeah, and they didn't meet it. So I don't think they're available. I don't think they ever they ever built them. Huh. I so mean, no I, I mean, yeah, I mean, they don't they don't really market the game all that much. <laughs> it's not surprising, I guess, but I agree. That's it's so interesting. Like well, you're no, you're spending you... all this time to build a game, and you have no budget for like PR or what? You know, it's just it's weird to me. Like, is it just me? I thought Half Human Games was a decent sized company. Or no, is that something you've even heard of? I've never even heard of them. Okay, so maybe what I'm else just... have they done? Do we know? I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Maybe I'm just so locked in because I've been talking about this game for the last few years. Mm-hmm. That I don't, I don't know. Their website blows. I mean, their website is you crafting interactive just, pixel sagas from all over the world. They have the old this, Twitter logo. It just put their social. That's all it is. It's like it's so weird. It's like they don't put any. I don't have Twitter anymore. But I just said these are the games we've made. Maybe they don't have a beta library. I mean, their last post is October 12th. Dwarf is now available on Nintendo Switch. And then the one before that, September 28th, they updated their cover photo with the release date. But you think they would at least post some screenshots and stuff of the game since then? Yeah, you know, like every day, like, you know, people are playing. Here's a review we got. This guy, Drew, really loves it, you know. Uh, If they're a small company trying to grow, but. It's just bizarre. I mean, like if you're smart, but it's like it always it always surprises me because these companies can make video games. I know. And I don't want to say marketing is easy, but they get the thing that anybody can do good or bad. You know, maybe you do bad marketing, but at least you do something, you know, and it's like I it's like you don't even have a Metacritic score. It's just weird to me. That's so weird. I agree. Uh, but I'll never forget when it was supposed to come out and they just they just didn't put it, it out. It just didn't happen. Just didn't show up. Um, uh. OK, so, yeah, like Friday was Spider-Man 2 and Mario Day. I, I played mostly Spider-Man 2 because my wife and I are exchanging the Mario Wonder cart back and forth. OK. And she's not going to play Spider-Man 2 right now. Uh, Spider-Man 2 was incredible. Uh, not a surprise, really. Um, I think it is. I think it is PlayStation's highest rated game of the year, although I think Baldur's Gate 3 was higher. Um, absolutely fantastic. If you played Spider-Man or Miles Morales, um, it's just more of essentially the same thing. There's some tweaks to the the gameplay. You have web wings now. Um, but for the most part, it's like it's just more of that 
the thing that is really incredible about this game is the first game was Peter Parker. Miles Morales was about Miles Morales and it was a smaller game. Came out like a couple years after Spider-Man. This one is Peter Parker and Miles Morales and you get to switch between the two of them. Um, They interact with each other constantly throughout the game. It's not like you're just picking your character like you're talking. Um, They're working with each other. Peter Parker is a science genius. Miles Morales is a student. Um, And it is so cool. They have these uh, when you do battle in Spider-Man games, they have finishers, right? And if you you have this meter that builds up and you can use the meter to heal yourself or do a finisher or a couple of other things. Usually when you do a finisher, it is this. And I'm telling you, Insomniac games, they are just geniuses of what they do. Just in game, you you go from your fighting to completely smooth, not a cutscene, like a, like an in-game cutscene where it goes into a finisher move, which might involve Spider-Man doing a backflip and doing, they they always are cool. And in this game, like sometimes you'll do battle and there might be, so today I was, um, uh, I was fighting with uh, black, black cat and I love her. I think she was in, she was in the the first Spider-Man love her character and I'm fighting with black cat. And every time I did a finisher, she would like come in through a portal do a move and I would interact and use my web and we would work together. And it was just like, it was like, Oh my God, every time it happened, I was just like big smile would come on my face. It's just so freaking cool. Um, and then Peter and miles will do those kind of finishers. It's fantastic. Uh, the game is so good. It has a really cool story. Um, the general story is Peter Parker is looking for a job. (laughs) It's funny to actually say out loud. He's looking for a steady job so he can pay bills and whatever, but he's Spider-Man. He's like saving the whole city, but nobody knows who he is. And he doesn't make any money from it. And uh, he starts off as Miles Morales's teacher because uh, he got a job as a science teacher at his school. Uh, but he immediately loses the job because they had to go fight Sandman. And um, so, yeah, so now he's looking for a job and you can see him holding bills that are unpaid. It's kind of weird. He's a science genius, but he. He just decides he, he doesn't want to he doesn't want a job because he needs to save everybody. Um, <laughs> so that's that seems to be the storyline that's that's going uh, forward. And there's a uh, Craven. The hunter is the main boss. I don't really know who he is, but, um, you know, he's been around in previous Spider-Man material. Um, it's just fantastic. I'm absolutely loving it. And um, yeah, if you have a PlayStation, you should be playing Spider-Man, too. It's it's the Mario of the console at this point. Nice. It's an insomniac. It's just incredible what they do. It's it is you just never play a game like that. And I was realizing today I was like, oh, yeah, when you beat enemies in this game, you don't have to pick up little shitty gems on the floor. You know, when you play a game, <laughs> and you kill an enemy and you go get all the shit on the floor. Of course, it's like you don't you just beat them and then you just move on with your day. It's great. It's fantastic. But sometimes it's satisfying, John, to put up the little gems. Sometimes it is. But the battle is so seamless and smooth and beautiful. It's like it's great that I don't have to like, you know, I can just go and do something cool and I don't have to like pick up worthless <laughs> gems. So is it um, not really upgrades and stuff like that? Or there is. Oh yeah. There's, there's skill trees and yeah, okay. you upgrade all various powers. There's tech skills and you know, some of the same machines you had to unlock previously and you just make uh-huh. yourself a little bit stronger and mostly like different strategies. There's all of that. It's the usual kind of nonsense and level up yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a different story and you're using the two of them. Um, same locations too. Like I'm, I'm about to, I'm at, I'm at a point in the game where they said, 
I need to go to Coney Island, which I love because it's like New York and everything. Mm -hmm. And I have to go to Coney Island. But I think Coney Island, I think might have existed. But there's locations in this game that existed in the first game, too. It still takes place in New York City. Okay. Um, and so in that way, it's like Tears of the Kingdom. The location's the same, but there will be some differences. Um, but it's just it's just such a fantastic series. Um, you know, whatever. It's it's great. So a uh, little buggy. Uh, I've run into really? a couple bugs. Yeah. Um, I ended up in a room and I couldn't interact with all the things that had dots on them. And I, I was like, what am I missing? And eventually I gave up and restarted checkpoint and then and it, it worked. worked. And I was like, oh shit, like that was a bug. That's always the toughest because like in your back of your mind, you want to believe there's no bugs. Right. And then just like, at which point is it me? Am I missing like the obvious or is there really something wrong here? And it's like yep. that fine line. Sometimes it's just it's hard to. And the opposite knit. is the same, too. Like if a game is too buggy, oftentimes you just put it down and I'll come back to it because yeah. when you when you run into trouble, your first thought is, oh, it might be a bug. And then some it's like not. But it's mm -hmm. like it screws with your head because you're like, oh, this must be a bug. And you're like, no, 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 yeah. I just missed it. Or in um, sports I, story, it'd be the opposite. You couldn't figure it out. You're like, ah, it's got to be a bug. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> why is my fishing pole stuck in the water uh, um yeah i had it happen today where the background music just stopped playing and i just i had to save and close it out it's a little it's a little buggier than you'd want it to be um but it's not shame. it's been it's been okay um so that's it nice all right we've had a busy uh week of playing games mm. all right so let's get down to business here uh some announcements we have uh season five of 90 second reviews has begun mm -hmm. uh i have a 90 second review of wargroove 2 yes i have a 90 second review of skull island rise of kong fantastic i did a first look for the nintendo dads on this one as well this game is bad i should do that as we're talking this game is really bad um I'll tell you and what, then... though i don't i don't watch twitch very often john I enjoyed watching this. I don't know if it was I enjoyed the enjoyment doing of watching you struggle or if it was just the enjoyment of I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed it. I, I love bad reviews. And as soon as I got wind that this game was getting like really bad reviews, I went to Justin and said, Justin, we have to do this game. <laughs> and yeah, I really enjoyed sitting. I was like all excited to do Twitch and I was going to play through this crappy game. And it was it is so crappy in its boredom. Um, yeah, I, I leave it to my 90 second review. I don't want to talk about it, but it is terrible. Uh, very terrible. Um, and then uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder 90 second review. Another good and one. then we have a are you calling this a three minute review of Dwerve? I don't know what I'm calling it, but I it, it's about a three minute review. Drew did a three minute review. You can find that on the Nintendo Dads channel. Um, you can also find it simulcast on our channel as well. Dwerve. Dwerve. Your review got like a couple hundred views so far. So listen, I don't do it. It's just fun fact. The, the second review I've ever done, John. Do you remember the first? The lack of marketing. The lack of marketing of Dwerve is <laughs> your I, benefit. I agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, you're probably the only review on the internet. I should send it to them and say, here you go. Here's a freebie. Here's a free you, Twitter post for you. If you go to hold on, if you go to YouTube and you say, just type in Dwerve comes up. Dwerve review. I'm going to say Dwerve review. You are second on that list 
Um, your Nintendo Dad's review is there. That's funny. Yeah. I don't see it. Um, I don't see I don't our think I version. Ever hit, we never published it, did we? No, I published it because oh, oh, I was you, sick of waiting for you. I don't um, know what I was doing. I'm new to this. <laughs> you make movies. Um, yeah, yeah, so you're me... second on the list with with Nintendo Dads. 236 views in six days. You're second on the list. Not bad. And the other reviews are all 11 months ago, three years ago, one yeah, year it was, ago, it was on one probably, year ago. It was probably on PC. Okay, I'm going to change the filter and I'm going to say just this month. Yeah, well, then you're I the number good. one this month. There's a short from the Nintendo Dads. There are two videos from Half Human Games. <laughs> and like god that's still weird how come ours doesn't show up like i know we're not the biggest channel in the world but that's weird that ours doesn't show but like that shows you like nobody reviewed the game and it, again maybe i'm biased but i think it's a solid unique game it's it's not like a game i verily have ever played before as far as gameplay goes mm-hmm. so i don't know i think Give it a try if you like any of these types of, I mean, tower defense games, but it's a unique take on tower defense. I know like tower defense games are big on mobile and they tend to get a little boring because you're just clicking and putting the tower in, but mm-hmm. it's unique because it has that adventure gameplay aspect as well. Right. But Crazy. Anyways. All right. Um. Okay. So those are got little announcements there. Monthly Mayhem. Woo. continues on we have halloween mayhem and uh, we're getting some pictures we're getting some videos we've got about what 10 11 12 days to go so don't forget your entries in send us your pictures send us your videos what else can they send in drew well they didn't send in anything right be creative i made a little video for you guys um of me and my daughter of of Sin and peaches, right? I mean that. So that is legit. She is Princess Peach for Halloween. Um, I am legit Bowser for Halloween, and that's the creativity we're looking for, right? I'm, I, as much as I want to win, I don't know if I'm eligible. You know, but you're definitely not eligible. There you go. I can't win. My family is now to not win prizes for that <laughs> video that we made. But that's what we want to say. And I get it, right? This is the week that we hopefully will start seeing a lot of submissions, right? Halloween parties are happening. Halloween night, your costumes are going on. But we've got to submit them. You're going to see maybe you're doing haunted houses with your, if you have older kids. And that's the stuff we want to see. Be creative. If you know how to play music, write us a song. Just sing us a song. Write us a poem. We've said these things in the past. Send us a little video or, or, or anything because... It's a no-brainer, John. That's what we love, right? We love creativity. We love something that's your own, that you developed yourself. Uh, that's what's going to win, right? It's an easy no-brainer to win some money. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping this week, the next 10 days, is where we really start to see a bunch of cool, unique stuff. Yep. yep. And um, we've got another mayhem to talk we do. about. We do. We do. And we went, uh, we had like, what, a two, two and a half month gap without a mayhem. Yep. We talked about it a little bit. It's hard to come up with these these days because everybody's playing something different. Look at Drew and I. Mm-hmm. We were the only ones playing Wargroove 2. When Wargroove 1 came out, we had a freaking league. We did. <laughs> and I'm now there's lie, nobody man. else playing. <laughs> we we really, I mean, at least me, I had a vi- we had the vision of kind of doing another possible Wargroove 2 mayhem originally, mm-hmm. right? And we were even going to do giveaway. We maybe we were going to give away the game, 
And we have, I'm not going to lie, a plushie, a very cool Caesar plushie that I wanted to give away. But when we saw nobody was playing it, we're like, well, what's what's the point? Like, yeah. who, like no one in our community is going to win. And to be honest, when we do these giveaways and prizes, like we want someone in our community to win. It's okay if, if a no-name person wins, but if we have the, you know, we want you guys to submit stuff, just like the Halloween thing. Um, so, yeah. I agree, John. I'm, I'm I'm on the same page with you there. But anyway, right. mayhem. Back to the point. Yep. Um. So, uh, we didn't have a game, um, that everyone was playing, but we do now. We Super do. Mario Brothers Wonder, and we're going to announce a new monthly mayhem. It will be announced this week. We this don't week. have the final details. Yep. But we have a really fun idea, and we can't wait to share it with you. Um, but you will be, there will be a mayhem. I already got it cleared with Justin that we can have two mayhems at once because we were delayed before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a perfect mayhem. Keep playing super Mario brothers. Wonder don't worry about it. Yep. And then we will let you know what it's going to be, but it is going to be fantastic. And I cannot wait to participate in Me this too. one. Drew. I think it's safe to say you will have the rules in our typical graphic on the discord posted before or by next weekend by Friday. I think that's fair to say by Friday. Yep. Um, you'll understand the contest and you'll have everything laid out for you. So I, I agree with John. I'm super excited because I, I love going back and I just love this game that I want to keep playing levels. I've already played and, and, and try to beat people in competitiveness. It's I'm excited for it. Yep. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, first bit of news that we have. Uh, Kevin Afghani has been revealed to be the new voice of Mario and Luigi. Uh, this is a largely unknown voice actor he only has a few credits to his name uh what do you think about nintendo seemingly purposefully i want to say picking a lesser known voice actor and someone much younger i have to look up his age but like what do you think about this and what do you think about his voice and now that you've played the game so i have i have a few thoughts on this right so this is this goes back to like the big corporate move i feel like where the older guys get the longer they've been with a company the more money they make so what do they do? They try to force them out, bring somebody in new that sometimes has just as equal talent, right? Or a different talent they bring to the table and they can pay them a lot less. Uh, this guy, Kevin, right, is is not a well-known, he's not Chris Pratt, right? As far as popularity par- price tag, right? He's kind of a no-namer type guy, right? If you look at his, his, his history. He started his, what, in 2020. Like... <laughs> So and he, he has right. he had six credits to his name before yep. Mar- being the voice of Mario. Yeah. So we we went on our soapbox about Charles Martinet before that we loved him and so and, and everything that he did for the the development of Mario. So we don't need to go on that soapbox again, right? But for this guy, Kevin, what he brings to the table, I'm going to be blunt when I say this, John. I think if you pulled ninety, probably ninety eight percent of the people playing this game they would have no clue or idea that there's a new Mario voice. Yeah, I, I truly believe that. I think he does a fine job, especially in a game where it's not like he's talking sentences. And even Charles Martinet back in the day, these are like one to two to three words at a time phrases. And I think he's he's good. He's great. He's fine. It's it's almost unnoticeable, the differences between his voice, really, and, and, and I think previous games. I think diehard 
Nintendo podcasters like us and people listening to Nintendo podcast, you might notice it. But at the end of the day, I don't think this is is enough change to say what the f or what the you know it, it's he did his job, he did it well enough. It, it's by, and I bet you Nintendo's paying a fraction of what they were paying Charles Martinet. Sorry to say, but it's the truth on 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 this new guy, Kevin. So I think he's doing fine with it so far from what I've seen. What are your thoughts? I mean, I hope they're not paying him less money than Charles Martinet, because that would probably cheese me off. And I still I don't they're know if we... paying him less. I, I mean, if Nintendo got rid of Charles Martinet over money, I would be fucking irritated like shit but i i the way it's been portrayed to us is martinet has retired and moved on and he's an ambassador and i haven't seen a sense of martinet being pissed off i mean he did a video and everything true true um but yeah it's it's like a it's it's a very it's basically a charles martinet impression it is i agree with that's a great point uh, it really yeah. is it's he not like some that different concept. direction yeah it's clean and whatever they like it you know it makes it makes the right sounds um i'm not sure if i would have noticed or not it's hard to tell because i i knew um i never figured it out when i saw the first wonder trailer because i i remember there were people saying that's not charles martinet and all of that just came back to like you know the bayonetta thing um but i think there's the way nintendo handled it maybe they learned from like the bayonetta thing um is just better so even though this is not charles martinet and like hopefully there wasn't like some bad blood there it's easy to accept it it's much easier mm-hmm. to accept it so it's fine um i still want to see what you know what becomes with charles martinet because even though he's not the voice anymore he did create that voice nobody told him to do Free. that exact voice he invented that voice um so i'll be curious to see if he's going to be an ambassador does he show up is he going to do the road shows I mean, love to meet the guy again. True. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't. You don't really. Nothing really skips a beat. It's not a different kind of voice. It's just an impression. And yeah, it does a good job. The dude is 26 years old. He's born wow. a day before my birthday, uh, but in 1996. So he's almost exactly 20 years younger than me. I just mean the um, voice of Mario at that age. I mean, like, that's just incredible. And I. I'd love to know what his previous work is. He like apparently he did a voice on the Cuphead show, but I didn't watch that. And he did something in Genshin Impact, you know, and maybe he's just a really good voice actor. And, and maybe maybe crazy. they wanted someone that sounded like Martinet. And this guy, they came in and then said, we're looking for someone that sounds like him. In your interview, do your best impression of Charles Martinet's Mario. Yeah. And that's what he did. And I said, wow, that sounds just like him. That's what we want. That's probably why Martinet is the ambassador, because they're basically, I wonder if they... That's a good point. They they own his point. voice, but like you have to acknowledge that he invented that. And now they're, they're basically getting someone to impersonate him. And like I said, I really hope they paid him off really, really well and said thank you and gave him half a mil or something like that. I'm not saying I think that's what they did, but I hope that's what they did. Um. So, yeah, no, it sounds fine. Um, Splatoween is coming October 27th, the Splatoon three. It's, uh, it's going to be a Splatfest, Splatfest, zombie, skeleton, or ghost. And there's going to be some new outfits. I think I read that these outfits will be available through the news segment. And we've, we've seen that before where if you go to news and you click on a story, it'll unlock something. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to jump back into Splatoon. I think just for the Splatfest for now. Because I want the undead head. 
Um, it is a mummy uh, looking um, I did look hat. This. Did it start yet? And it said, I'm sorry. October 27th. I so it's this week, um, but I want the undead head and I'm going to put on the undead head and I'm going to wear that forever in Splatoon 3 whenever I play because it is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to get some Halloween stuff and then just make that my forever outfit. So I'm going to be I'm going to be doing that for sure. I'm very excited about that one. Um, oh, by the way, we were at uh, we we're out to dinner. I forget where. And I saw this news and I asked uh, I was at the mall and I showed the kids the picture of zombie skeleton ghost. And I said, which would you guys pick? And right. they all said ghost, every one of them. And my oh. wife said ghost. So this could be and it's because I guess the ghost picture like a cute little ghost and the other pictures are not as cute. The zombie looks weird. Mm-hmm. Um, this could be the biggest a cute little ghost. It, this could be the biggest upset. It's also purple. I love, you know, purple's great for Halloween. And, you know, mm. this could be a huge lopsided victory for Ghost. Mm. I'm just saying. I like the Swim Reaper mask. <laughs> yeah, there's good stuff. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to have to try to jump in. The 27th. Yeah. yeah. Is it just the weekend they do, right? Yep. Now, we should hit up the Let's Play and see if we can get we people really to join in this one. I, I'm so bad at this game, but I, I enjoy it. That's the problem. <laughs> nice. All right. Let us play a game. Drew, I have made a game for you. Ooh, I love games. Here we go. This is why you appreciate me. I um, do appreciate you. I went to Totally 80s Pizza um, this I on Thursday. That was incredible. Yep. This was part of the CSU tour. It is next to the campus. I'd been there before, but they changed locations. And I didn't even know. I, I had the directions take me to where it was. So I couldn't remember. And we went to a different place. And it was the same store because it was the same thing. They had Pee Wee Herman's bike from the movie. Um, it, they had all of this cool stuff, all these old toys sealed up. They have the original Rook's Cube um, in the package and the muscle, which was one of my favorite things as a kid. Voltron in the box, all that stuff. And um, it got me to talking to Michelle about like sounds from the 80s that people might not recognize now. So I have made a game for you because you were born in 86. You were a a child born of the 80s, but mostly grew up in the 90s. 87. 87. Wow. So 87. Mm. Um, But you're also a guy caught up in Nintendo culture and you're not totally out of the loop. So I'm going to play eight sounds for you. And I just want to see how many you can figure out. And everyone can play at home. See how you well know you I do. always like miserably fail at these games, but I'm in. I'm excited. <laughs> it is. I want to say relatively it's going to go from easy to hard, but there's just going to be some sounds you're going to figure out and some you won't. So yeah, I, nothing I can do. All right. This is the first sound. That's Drew, it. What's that sound? That's it. That's it. So this is this is a 1980s video game. No, this is not a not a video game. These are 80s ish sounds. Oh, 80 ish sounds. Okay. Yeah, they could be earlier. They could be a little later, but 80s ish sounds. All right, one more time. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. It's not a typewriter. <laughs> Sounds like one. I hope Jesse's no, listening. I, I hope some of our older members, Tim, Jesse, are listening to this. 
I don't know. Really? Would, I feel like I do, but this is it's uh, just harder than you think because you know what it is. I, I am older, and I did it, so I know the answers, but that was a rotary phone. Oh, that made sense. That made sense. Okay. I had one of those. All right. Next sound. A, B, C, D, E, F, T. What? <laughs> Drew Space. What the fuck was that? Just a spoiled, 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 spoiled fucking 90s kid is what you are. It's what you are. Play it again. I don't know. I'll give you a little hint. It's a blank and blank. A blank and blank. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I'm pretty uh, sure it was in a classic 80s movie, too. That is a speaking spell. That's how us kids learn that how one. To I read. would never, ever, ever have gotten. I the think it's in... one I should have gotten. That one, that was that was the toy that was outdated when I was that age. <laughs> I think it's in the movie ET. Um, yeah, I think speaking well, speaking means... has a prominent role as a key component of the alien creatures home built interstellar communicator in the Steven Spielberg motion picture ET. So if you watch ET again, keep an eye out for a speaking spell. It's also in Toy Story, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. No, I think it is. That's why I, I think I remember it from more right. than. See, I got one for you. I think this one will be a little easier for you. Oh, for two. Oh, this is AOL startup. You've got mail. I, I want to know what what is the device that makes that sound? The device? I mean, it's the AOL startup. It's the Ethernet cord for the internet. I don't know. What do you mean? I remember I used to have to unplug my phone off the wall and get my, like, 40-foot Ethernet cable and run it from the computer into the wall jack. But it's like the modem. Yes, the modem. All right, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) It it is not the AOL start sound. (laughs) I mean, that's what you... That's what the 90 kid in me wants to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Next sound. Cupert. Holy shit. Michelle said the same fucking thing. No, it's really? not Cubert. I'll give you one more chance. I'll give you one more chance as as the old guys are all screaming at you right now. This is this a video game? It is a video game. Is it Balloon Fight or something? Oh, my God. It's Cupert. I think it's Cupert. That is Pac-Man dying. I knew Pac-Man. All right. You should have played the one when he dies and he turns into a little banana peel. (laughs) I would have known that one. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) The very beginning sounded like we were going to start Monster Mash or something, but play that one again. (laughs) Try to feel it. This one is try to feel it. Try to feel it more than listen to it. Feel it. It's like you're also trying to start a lawnmower. One more time. (laughs) Is it like a washing machine or something? I mean, it feels like you hear like the a door. And then, like an engine trying to start up. Am I on the right track? 
Yeah, maybe. Maybe. An 80s item? I don't know. That is a manual window crank in a car. Did you ever have those? Or did you always have power windows? Listen, I had a 1987 Volkswagen Cabriolet that didn't even have power steering. So you had a, you had a roll. Oh, window. yeah. That car okay. was a gem. Okay. So no excuses for you. I'm watching this chick, by the way, on Twitch, paint her boobs with body paint to the Charlie Brown green pumpkin. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Twitch is a hell of a thing. And her, and her big boobies are just pumpkins. Uh, Anyways, link sorry. me. Like, why aren't you linking me? I'm you sorry. It's incredible. It's incredible. Okay. I'll put it in the chat. All right. Next one. You ready? I apologize. That one might have been a little loud. That can't be the whole thing. Here it is again. Ready? Jesus. It is probably not the best version of what something like that could be. But last time. Still pretty loud. That one, I, I, I have no idea. This one's going to hurt a little bit. That is putting an NES cartridge into an NES. That, that's bullshit. I'm, I'm throwing the, 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 the flag on that play. <laughs> that, 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 You're out that, of challenges, pal. <laughs> everybody does that one differently. <laughs> All right. You've gotten one. You've missed five. Oh, oh man. This is my worst score yet. I, All right. I feel like I kind of got Pac-Man. But anyways, I still question it. All right. Here's one. Ready? Oh, that's like a spring-loaded Nerf gun or something. That's got to be like a, uh, it's something spring-loaded. Could it be, um, do it again. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the girl paint her boobs. Is it incredible? Um, did it, did, did she start off nude? Like, where did this, or did she I don't have, know. Like... I turned it on okay. and it was, she already had a lot of it done. I assume Just... she has like, like pasties on or something. Okay, ready? Yeah. Duck hunt? No, I'm going back. It's not like a Nerf gun or like you know, pinball. It's honestly not a bad guess that this, it's a zapper, but it's not. It's not like a, a any type of gun. No. Pinball right. of some type. Last one. Ready? Last try. It's definitely I, I I I know this one. I know this one too. I'm gonna be mad on I when I when you tell me this one. That is, is the of some the high res graphics of a viewmaster. No, I don't know what the fuck a viewmaster is. So remember the viewmaster is you get a little circular wheel with little pictures in the outside. Oh, and you put yeah, it yeah, in yeah, and you yeah, push the button and it rotates it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you hold it with the, in your eyes and <laughs> <laughs> um all right. This one is the hardest one, but maybe you'll get this one. Doubtful, but let's try. <laughs> is this a video game? Not a video game. Play it again.
gotta be typing of some sort. Is it typing of some sort? You type in something? Mm-mm. It's like a clicking. You're clicking. I don't I'm know. Hoping, I'm hoping you can be like the Broncos and Patriots and go from like one win to two wins here. I'm not. I'm still <laughs> watching this girl actually paint her nipple right now. You can see she has like, it's like cups. Underneath, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm distracted. One more time. Is it flies flying into a bug zapper? That is a floppy disk loading. I, I mean, I used floppy disk in school, but I wouldn't have known <laughs> that sound. This I'm just I'm like five years too young for this game. I got to find somebody older who did not listen to this show and see if I can. I want to see if somebody older can do. I'm with Michelle. I still question that wasn't Hubert, but maybe maybe tomorrow I will find somebody. Ah, it's during the workday. We'll see if I can find somebody who can maybe go through the test. Good. And then I won't uh, feel as bad when they store like a three. Three is I let still you down. I'll tell you what, great times. game. Back to I you, appreciate you. You didn't let me down. I, I actually thought it would be harder for you because you were you're born like later. Yeah. Um, but, I didn't uh, have a lot of those toys that you had. You, you didn't you, you didn't or, surprise me. Um put it that way. I, I just was on par with the letdown you expected. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's okay then. Yeah. You figured I'd get maybe one to three. I thought you would get the maybe the, the rotary phone, the I should have known Pac-Man, that man, um, and the window crank maybe, and maybe the viewmaster, but it just the depends window on crank your... is a tough one to think about. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's just in your mind, that's not what you're thinking, but you know, it's funny because I thought about this. I was like, sounds from the 80s you don't hear anymore because you don't hear these sounds anymore. And one of them that I came up as an example when I was talking to Michelle about it was, remember the old washing machines where you would turn the dial and it'd be like, my mom had one of those. Yeah. Now they're all digital. There's still people that have some older ones, but they're all digital now. But when you think about that noise, right? Sure, it's very distinct when you're watching somebody do it. But if you're just listening on audio, Mm -hmm. it's hard to figure out. That could mean like almost anything. Right. So that's the tricky part. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Spooky movie updates. Ooh. What have you been watching? This I is, been this is our watching. last, by the way, this is our last, unless we do a show this weekend. This is our last True. spooky month oh, episode. Sad. Sad. Yeah. So there's this new show on Disney Plus, and it's like a PG 13 ish show. It's probably not for younger kids. Your kids would probably be perfect for this to watch with, John. Um, and it's definitely not like scary. But it's Goosebumps, and it's this new show. There has been six episodes so far, and it's super cool. Uh, I'm not like a diehard Goosebumps fan. I've seen all the movies. I've seen some of the older shows. I've, I have I used to read the books in the 90s, John, when I was you know, a kid, uh, not the 80s. And it's, it's just Son really neat. It's, it's like um, it's all kind of unique stories, but the same, the same characters and the same actors. But it's also all these every episode, like something happens like a goose, an old goose story story happens to the individual actor. And it's all intertwined um, for this overarching story. Um, and you're going to know one of the main characters. Um, what's his name? Actors, rather. Uh, Justin Long. 
is in it. Justin you know Long. He's from Dodgeball. He... He's in a. You would know exactly who he is when you've seen him. Oh yeah, I've seen him before. Yeah. yeah, he's one of the main guys in it. He's funny, but um, I I'm I'm really enjoying this this show. It, the episodes are not like an hour. I think they're a little bit on the, like forty ish, forty five minutes. Uh, it's an easy watch, and it has like a couple. It's spooky themed. I don't. Give it a go. Look at the trailer. This would be a good one to watch with the kids. There's six episodes out. I don't know how many there's going to be, uh, or how often they're coming out. I know they released all six up front, and then I'm not sure how what what the next release schedule is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been watching that. I got two See? other ones, but I'll let you go back and we'll go back and forth if you have anything to add. Um, yeah, I finished the Friday the Thirteenth marathon. I got it done in two weeks. Um, nice. I was watching one a day. I think I might have snuck in two. Um. These, you know, what's funny about it is I was trying to keep a ranking of all the movies. I started from Friday the 13th one. It goes through till six and then they stop numbering them. Um, mm-hmm. So it's one through six and then it's Jason goes to hell and then Jason X, which is the only one I didn't see because it's not available on streaming. Uh, and then there is um, Freddy versus Jason. And then there is a reboot. And as they went, like, I realized oh, these first movies are just terrible. Like, they're just there's no story. Whatever. The first movie goes into the lore. But then after that, they kind of get away from the lore. And it just becomes like just murdering people who have nothing to do with anything. I don't even know if they're near <laughs> Crystal Lake. But then as they got later on and we got further into the 80s, I realized they were actually getting worse. They were actually were trying to there was like a couple movies that were trying to tell a story. And I was like, oh, stop, like, stop trying to tell a story. Yeah. And then there was like at least one movie. I can't remember which number was. I think it was five, maybe that was trying to like have good actors and they were trying to actually act. And it was worse again. It was terrible, like awful. Um, Jason six, Friday the 13th, six is uh, Jason takes Manhattan. And again, they tried <laughs> to have some serious actors who could act. And it was like it was just worse. It was like, please stop. Um, so I actually grew to appreciate the first couple ones where it was just these dumb, innocent kids who got savagely murdered. Um, I kind of like they're they're just being stupid and getting naked and being murdered. And I was like, you know what? I kind of hearken back to that sort of innocence. Yeah. Um, But I will say when it was all said and done, do you know what my favorite Friday the 13th movie is? Mm, Treat me. The reboot. Really? I don't know how that happened. I enjoyed Uh, that movie as well, to be honest. 2009. And I was surprised to see that Jared Padalecki was the star. Oh, wait, 2000 and, oh Friday the 13th. I was thinking yeah. Friday, Friday uh, not before uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Friday before Christmas. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street um, remake. If this anyway. was an Internet Dads episode, that would be the title of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's 2009. Jared Padalecki, who was one of the guys from Supernatural. And it had, it was this perfect combination of they didn't try to overtell a story, but there was a story. It had good actors. Um, the lawyer from um, Silicon Valley, which is funny because I just oh, recently yeah. saw that show for the first time. The dumb lawyer who looks like Scott Bayo a little bit. Yep. He's in it. So it was like, but they played sort of dumb characters, but they were good actors. So mm-hmm. they sold it really well. And the 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 killings were creative and um yeah, all of it together 
like really worked. And uh, Jason is le- legit terrifying. He doesn't have the mask in the beginning of the movie. He's got like really? a sack wrapped around his head, which is sort of what he looked like in Friday the 13th Part 2. Okay, and then eventually yeah, yeah. he does get the hockey mask. And then when he does, you're like, yeah, he's got the mask on, you know? I don't know if I've um, ever seen was, that one. It was really good. And I got to say, like, there's a couple girls that were super hot, like, like ridiculously hot. <sighs> Um, so it just had everything. It had everything you wanted. It was perfectly done. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the ending that the ending of the movie was like a really good, satisfying ending. It was great. Um, and then the, the very end of the movie was like sort of an homage to the, to the original movies, the way they have Jason kind of jump in at the last second again. They, nice. Every there's not, I have not a single complaint about this movie. It was perfection. Wow. Um, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's on Max. You can watch I don't it there. Know if I've seen that one. Can I just watch just that? Oh yeah, it's a reboot. Um, yeah, you, there's there's no continuation. Whatever. It's just They're not a connected. There's just it's just no. a reboot. So is it a reboot of the original or more like the original three movies? Or um, so if I had to say, I would say it feels like it feels like they did a sort of reboot of a remake of the first movie in the first ten minutes. And then they made like a whole new second movie. They gave you that lore, bat story or, type stuff quickly. Yeah. And then moved on to some. Yeah. It, oh. it basically like really redoes the first movie quickly. And then it does, you know, if you had to say a uh, Friday the 13th part three, because that's when that's that's when Jason first gets his mask is in part Correct. three. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's great. It's kind of uh, like when Halloween they rebooted the Michael Myers one a yeah. few years. And then they I think they made like a second and even third reboot. You might as well. I mean, you could almost describe each one of the Friday the 13th movies as a reboot. I think That's two, true. three, and four take place sequentially in time. But okay. honestly, I didn't know that oh. watching the movies. I read that and I was like, oh, um, <laughs> for the most part, they none of them really connect. There's a um, early on in that series. There's the character that survives at the end of the previous movie dies in the beginning of the next movie. But mm-hmm. other than that, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so that, that was fantastic. And then I did actually watch Freddy versus Jason again. I watched it last year because I was doing the Elm Street one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that with Michelle Ooh. Uh, this time. So I don't think she loved it, but she doesn't like scary movies. But I got mm-hmm. her to watch that one with me. So Fair. there was a lot of like eye rolls and stuff like that with that movie. But it's <laughs> that's a fun movie. It's not a great movie, but it's a fun movie. So yeah, yeah. I recommend that one, too. Nice. Um. I mentioned I finished all the streams, right? I think I said that last time. I don't think you said it on the show. Oh, I did finish all the streams. So five and six, five and six were kind of rebootish, kind of. Um, they were they were th- they were so cool because they tied one through three was kind of a series. Four was kind of just like weird. And then five and six were kind of a throwback to the originals. Tons of references and relatives and like just hidden messages, tying them all back. Super cool. Super well done. They're actually making a seventh one that's coming out next year. Jenny Ortega's in these. She's like the main character for five and six. Love her. She's awesome. Um, Five and six were awesome, but I will say you should watch all the originals to see all the references and throwbacks to it. I think that's what made five and six so cool. So I'm excited for seven now to come out. Um, I also watched the new Haunted Mansion movie on Disney Plus. Did I say I didn't mention this? I don't think either. Is that but, one? Is that animated or uh... no? This this is this is not animated. Owen Wilson's in it. 
Um, he's one of the main characters. Danny DeVito's in it. Okay. Um, this is more of the classic lore of the haunted mansion. I know there was an Eddie Murphy one a while back. This one is more really based on like the ride and the the history and the lore and the 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 bat story of the characters that started the haunted mansion and how it's all tied together. There there are so many cool references from um the the ride and they did so many cool like extensions of it as well. This was this was better than I expected. I kind of went in there with kind of low expectations, not really know what to expect, but this is another great one for the family to watch. Uh, it should be a little spooky, but I would say only if you have kids under the age of, of my, <laughs> my, I watched it my nine-year-old and we had no problems at all. Um, it's actually more humor than I thought as well. Uh, solid characters, fun story, great effects. I mean, it's Disney. This came out in the theaters. So uh, the, recommend it I, I, I better than i expected enjoyed it sweet uh you have any more um i do i i watched um we watched ghostbusters with the kids the oh, original classic just um, the one i i actually had told you we were going to watch the the girl ghostbusters because i've never seen know. that you haven't had, amy has had to have seen that no right? how is it amy loves snl i know is it good I mean, this is it's Kate, fine. It's fine. Kate McKinnon, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones, like Melissa McCarthy. Melissa like, McCarthy, I thought. I she mean, was this a... is SNL royal, like all of it. It's crazy, it's, and, it's, and it's basically just that comedy slapstick comedy type. It's kind of a reboot. I think there's some references to the original Ghostbusters. I think they might be some family lineage, but it's for the most part, it's just a reboot. Um, it's absolutely hilarious, and if you love SNL, it's like it's a must. I might have this would be a good one to watch. Yeah, I mean, Amy, Amy, I it sounds like Amy would love it. That's a good um, point. But we were going to watch that one, but we decided to watch the original because we'll, okay. we'll just watch them all in a row. So we're going to be watching the the, oh. the girl Ghostbusters next. And I was always hesitant to play the original Ghostbusters because it's it's one of those '80s PG movies where man, the PG PG in the '80s was like fucking R now. Oh yeah. Um, Bill Murray is a freaking creeper. Uh, you know, he would be like probably arrested for sexual harassment the way he treats the Gurney Weaver. Um, uh, there's like a scene where a ghost goes down on Dan Aykroyd. Like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, if my kids want to watch it, go, but I don't want to be in the same room sometimes and that uncomfortableness. And, um, but you know, except for that, except for those things, it was mostly just fine. There's, you know, some bad words here and there. My kids have long, we've, we've, we've crossed that that chasm <laughs> that that's not as bad i mean the younger kids you, it's like that that but yeah your age they've yeah. all heard they are they've heard it all it, it it doesn't feel like that long ago like we're watching a movie and someone goes asshole and we're just like oh whoa we'll like actually go whoa 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 now it's like forget it like, it's one yeah. thing for my cedric 16 but my daughter's still 12 no of course um, but if you, you can youngest, avoid it you avoid it yeah the youngest will always grow up with the oldest you, you otherwise you're watching elmo and, with and, your eight-year-old you know and even if not they go to school with kids that have older siblings. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's where I think mine learned it a lot. Well, a, lot a big that. problem with our school, and I, I don't want to get into it, but is our school is a pre K pre K to high school. Oh, it's that's every dangerous. grade. And so th- when when school's over, all the high school kids are outside cursing up a storm while the yeah. preschoolers are and walking. Wear out. inappropriate things. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so you can't really escape it. Um, but anyway, we did. We watched Ghostbusters one. And it was cool to see. 
Um, I love seeing old effects. I love those old movies. Oh, yeah. And then um, was it last night we watched Ghostbusters 2? Okay. Which I don't remember. Ghostbusters 1 came out in 84. Mm -hmm. Ghostbusters 2 came out in 89. I forgot that there was a five-year gap. Um, And that's actually the gap in the movie. When the movie starts, it says five years later. Who's the main antagonist in that one? Uh, remember, it's the guy who's like Vigo, and there's like the painting of the guy who's oh, looking all scared. Oh yeah, he's oh, like all in Vigo. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of annoying, honestly. Yeah. But the funny thing is, the movie is much more kid friendly. I think really? they okay. realized. I think when they did the first movie, they might not have been thinking that kids would watch it, and then they realized they were. Realized so, that they had maybe more of like a franchise than just like a, a one yeah. hit. Yeah. So, so they it's just to... it's more kid friendly. It's not as creepery and whatever. And of course, they have the NES advantage to control the Statue of Liberty, which is my favorite. Oh, that's the that other movie. one. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, it was good. And I know the Ghostbusters one will be fun. And then I I haven't seen Afterlife yet. So I'm looking forward to seeing Afterlife after that. I haven't, yeah. Yep. Yeah, nice. Let me know if Amy watches the the girl yeah, goes. I'll watch it with her, maybe. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Uh, I watched by myself the other day. I, I, I two hours to myself. So uh, I watched Trick or Treat again. I know we've talked about this movie in the past. This came out in like 2009 ish, believe it or not, John. I think it was Jeez. around that time frame. This is such a cool movie. I think it's four, four unique stories going on on Halloween night. Kind of. Some of them are flashbacks and flash forwards, but. Uh, it's just four different individual stories, different, totally different. And they're all semi-connected, right? I think you brought this up once, mm-hmm. John. Like, if you watch this movie a second or third time, there's so many cool references. Like, you'll see a story where someone just dies, and then it's like, you'll just see someone walking down the street, and that person just happened to walk by them, right? Because it was earlier in that night. And it's just so cool how they tie it all in. I'll say, I don't usually, like, the one thing I really noticed about this movie since 90% of it's filmed at nighttime. Like, super clean. They must have had really good cameras because, like, super cool. Like, you know, there's darkness movies, but then there's, like, it's just how they film it. I don't know how, I don't know how to really spit it out. But it's dark, but you can see it. Yeah, and it, but it still has that eerie effect, right? Versus right. sometimes it's just so dark, you can't even really see what you're looking at. Especially in like, the old 80s and, like, horror movies. Right. It, yeah. It's, like the you, camera you, yeah, technology yeah. wasn't there. Right. So when you watch these movies and they try to make this cool looking Michael Myers standing in like the background, it's hard to even see it where nowadays it's it's dark. It's eerie, but you can see stuff. Um, the one thing I had to I have to bring up on trick or treat, John, that I for, kind of forgot about how hot this scene was. And I actually posted the YouTube scene on Discord. And I don't know if it's it might have been the I didn't even watch it. I just watched it on the movie. I don't probably isn't the rated R version. It's essentially this scene, spoiler alert, not really spoiler alert, but it's all of these hot girls in the woods and they're werewolves and they're they're slowly converting into werewolves in this scene. And they're just literally like ripping their shirts off. Yeah. Some of them are ripping their bras off. Their tits are hanging out. They're grabbing them like they're killing this guy. It's just like and they have a <laughs> like good rock music. To, it's just epic scene. Um, it's on discord in the Halloween channel. If you didn't just go watch it, it's in a two minute clip. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's great. It's well done, but this movie overall is a fantastic little movie. It's, it keeps you interested at all times because it's the way they intertwine the stories and it never feels like each story overstays. It's welcome, right? Again, there's a, there's a scene where a guy's on the, 
on his doorstep and his neighbors banging on the window for help and he kind of ignores it later on you'll see why the neighbor is banging on the window for help because you actually mm-hmm. are watching that story unravel so things like that is just super cool intertwined and interconnected uh really solid movie called trick R treat this was on it was free god i want to say maybe i think also on hbo mats i think and it's I think on max yeah i think it's on mats is where i watched it so give it a watch yeah we had gotten a little halloween decoration a couple years back and we didn't even know what it was but it said trick or treat yep. and then i looked it up and it was like oh it's from this movie and then i watched the movie and it was like what like definitely not a, not a movie with to watch with your kids no not kid friendly it, there is it is way better of a movie than it has any right to be Agreed. For just a Halloween movie. It's a total slasher movie and whatever. And like you were saying, I said, I remember there being a really hot scene, but I couldn't remember what it was. Yes. Um, but it is a movie worth watching three or four times. Um, it's, it's, it's not it is fun super to long. It. Hour and a half or less, maybe. No, it's 20, not that long. And like you said, there's four stories in it. So each story is like 20 minutes. It, and that's um, what makes it keep yeah. it going, which is I like, right? Because, you know, a lot of hard movies will have that dead spot in the middle where mm-hmm. they do their opening kills and then like they have to they think they need to do this character story development <laughs> yes. which nobody really cares about right, and then the yeah. killings start happening you're like all right awesome sweet let's let's get to it and that's the that's the the script for every horror story but that like 15 minute mark to like the 45 minute mark is just useless in horror right. stories at best, you watch the first mini movie and you're like, what the hell's going on? And then the second one, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then you're, and then you're like, I want to see that again. Yeah, it's, so it's great. Cool. It's a great movie. It really is. Really is. Agreed. Maybe I'll watch it. I need to watch something this week. I was thinking of watching Scream 1. Yes, um, do it. You maybe do it. I'll Look, save the marathon for another day, but uh, I, I definitely want to watch Trick or Treat again. Watch it again. It's good. All, All right, right John, this, that's the, I have a question for you. Oh, did, I'm sorry. Did you have any more movies? No, no, no. I'm okay. Uh, you may or may not know. I eat salad probably four out of five days a week for my lunch. It's just, it's easy. It's easy to bring to work. It's easy to do dishes. It's whatever. So salad can be repetitive, let's call it. Right. And how do you change it up with salad dressings, of course? Like, what's your go-to salad dressings? If you, you know, I guess, first question is, are you a salad guy? I, in I, I do eat salad. Um, do they have mad greens in Rhode Island? I don't know. Is that like it's such a, a bad lettuce type thing? Or Think of just... like a like a fast. I don't know what to say. Oh, like is, a, is it a fast? Is a restaurant? A fast fruit. Um, it is like a fast food place. Um, but you just you do you get in line and it's like think about going to like a Chipotle or Qdoba yeah, yeah. and they you, they make you the base salad and then somebody does your condiments and they mix it up. And it is my favorite place to get a salad. Mad greens. But um, is it one of those things that like when you come out of it, it's at a 14, 15 dollar salad, maybe 11, maybe 10, <laughs> yeah. 11. But it's really good. Like it's it's like I would take that over like a burger or something like that. I, it's I know. Really I good. love a good salad. And, and at home, you're not getting everything like I have. I keep it on basic. It's like tomatoes, banana peppers, chickpeas. Oh God, I don't, I don't have any of those. I just do a Caesar. A little cheese on it. Well, like yeah. if I'm, like if I'm bringing it every day for lunch, I gotta change it up a little bit. Right. I yeah, have yeah. Some. I do like a like a chicken Caesar salad. Um, and then, uh, do they have noodles and company over there? They don't. They don't have noodles and company. No, uh, noodles and company is like mostly like mac and cheese and noodles, but they've expanded out. They had a really good 
chicken Caesar salad too, but they've recently changed their from romaine Caesar. to like just the, the regular the green iceberg. iceberg. Yeah. And it stinks now. Um, unfortunately, iceberg but... is like very watery, not a lot of flavor taste. So you got to add some stuff to yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know why they changed. Obviously, it's probably cheaper, cheaper probably. lettuce, but like now I don't want it. So you, you now you lose the whole sale. Yeah. It's all gone. Um, but yeah, I do like those salads, but no, I don't really make my own. We'll get like a bag. And uh, you know, like a like yeah. a bag you get from the store. That's how I usually start, sometimes. and then I and I add some stuff to it. Yeah. But I would never have that for lunch. But That's when I worked day. at Schwab, there was a Mad Greens next door, and mm. I would eat there like twice a week. So I eat bagged lettuce, John, four out of five days a week. Is that sad? It's a little sad. Why, why don't you have a sandwich or something like that? I don't, we'll change the it up. Fifth day, I'll have like a peanut butter and jelly. Okay. I can't. I don't. I, just, I don't. I don't get like, some boar's head roast beef. You know, when I have lunch, I literally eat at my desk, and I typically keep working, or I'll play around to slay the spire. Like I'm not like taking a long lunch typically, but I mean, I'll I'll do takeout once in a while. To, you know, go grab something down the road or a sandwich or something. Depends but. how close it is. But sometimes it's nice to just get get walking, walk somewhere. Yeah, there's like, no walking distance from my place. Yeah, that becomes and like you don't really want to drive, but just getting up, walking, and walking back kind of refreshes you for the afternoon. I agree. Change of pace. I mean, you sit at your desk all day. I agree. It's nice to kind of get up and walk around. Right. So back. Uh, I mean, back to my point is: Do you have a go-to salad dressing at least, or not really? I mean, I mean it's like Caesar. Then it's Caesar, Caesar. Caesar dressing. But like when I'm when I'm out to eat or something, ranch is a, a great little dressing for. Okay dipping nuggets or fries or anything really i can dip anything in ranch true and then honey mustard honey mustard is underrated is it on a salad i like honey mustard not necessarily on a salad um, usually I'm, I'm ranch or whatever but uh honey mustard on what is the salad they sell at outback steakhouse and that's where i first got honey mustard um which i uh uh, I think it was like a Cobb salad or the it was called the Queensland salad. It was like chicken tenders on it and stuff. That might sound, that might be good if it had yeah, like it, chicken, fried chicken, something with honey mustard. I know it was called the Queensland salad out back, but then they changed the name of it, but they still have it. It just doesn't have the name, but it's like, yeah, there's, there's some stuff in cucumbers and whatever, but that's where the honey mustard, that's where I first fell in love with that too. But um, only with certain salads if they maybe don't have ranch i've been a huge fan of like a strawberry vinaigrette like i'm a vinaigrette guy because it's kind of on the lighter side it's not too creamy and i found this a strawberry vinaigrette one and it's delicious it's yeah it's there they could be strong and like kind of like if you described it people would be like oh that's disgusting but it's just for some reason satisfying. The worst is like we also have like a salad bar at work cafeteria. So we could like make our own salads, which they do by the weight. So if you're going to do that, you're paying, like you said, 10, 10 bucks for a salad. But <laughs> the worst is like you do it. I did this the other day and I grab a salad dress and it was like raspberry vinaigrette. And I was like, all right, I like like a light flavored vinaigrette. And then as soon as you pour it on, like instant like regret, like it was like this thick creamy like blood red and i'm just like like i'm committed i mean i gotta do i mean i made You're my sal- i'm committed but it's ah uh, my god this girl's still painting anyways that's it that's all i got for salad <laughs> all right let's get into some questions that we got from the audience we will start off with darth platypus if scream happened in the nintendo universe which character would you pick to be ghost face um, wouldn't it just be shy guy because he already looks like it that's a great answer that is a great <laughs> answer i'm gonna go yoshi Ooh, i feel like he's quick 
You'd have to pretend like... you don't recognize him under the mask. Yeah, it's his, his big, big nose. schnoz is coming out. I don't know. I'm going Yoshi. I think. I think that's who I think it would be. Like unexpected, you wouldn't expect it to be him, but he's also quick on his feet. I'm going Yoshi. You know the character well. Um, I do. I can't go. I can't Most go more than that. Well. Yeah. All right. Um, next question. Jason Frost. Frosticles. Look at him. He doesn't want to go by Frosticles anymore. Jason. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect for the season. Mm. On the next show, I would love to know Zablonk. That's me. Zablonk's opinion on My Little Pony and whether he'd ever consider joining the Bronies. I got to be completely honest. No fucking idea what MLP stood for. Oh. And it, then this I was in bronies, context. And I'm like, maybe that's like a Broncos thing, like Bronchies. So I, typoed. I, I didn't know. I had this, no idea. This was over a week ago. I think what happened was Mecca, Mecca, if, if you if you're not familiar with Mecca Dragon 101 on uh, the dad's discord. And and I know he's um, he's his name comes up on other shows, but uh, he's a just a brony. He's like a total brony. Um, but he also likes to bring up things that no one would ever know. And he he goes, hey, guys, you know what today is like? Somehow we would know. And we were guessing things and whatever. And he's like, it, it's like some anniversary of My Little Pony or whatever. And it was like, how the fuck am I supposed to know that? And so, <laughs> but apparently we have a few bronies on the discord. I don't know. Mecca will actually ask My Little Pony questions and to the Nintendo dads. And they they continue to have no idea. <laughs> But he still does it, so God bless him. <laughs> but no, I, I don't really care about it. I've seen the newer show a couple times. The kids were watching it uh, a couple years ago. Um, and I just was looking for the one that Weird Al was on. But um, <laughs> other than that, it's just like the, the same old thing. So, And when I grew up, boys didn't play with My Little Pony. We weren't allowed to. That was, the, that was how we grew up. Beat spells. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beer Beer Cerveza asks, time to play. Mm. Would you rather? It's our favorite game. Mm. Would you rather watch nothing but lifetime television for the next two weeks or play nothing but Skull Island Rise of Kong until you roll credits? Uh, just for the boundaries of this, are we allowed to sleep for these two weeks? Or is that like 24 yeah, I, seven? I think I think any like recreational time where you would spend watching TV or playing I video see. games, those are Lifetime your movies. Those are your options. Um, I think you would agree with me on this one. I think we've had something similar. This is easy. Um, I would play Rise of Kong because it would be over in probably five hours. I, I, and I got to be honest here. I, I don't see. I think this is a win win situation. I, I don't I don't see a bad answer here. I take either. I do both for two weeks. You would watch two weeks of lifetime movies? Hey, make it Christmas time. There's some good like Hallmark classics out there. All right, well pick one. You gotta pick one. I probably don't con. I almost said okay. I was gonna buy the right. damn anyway. <laughs> I will say this. I've actually thought about playing oh through God. it to credits. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's very long, but I, I, you know, the whole reason why I, I wanted to get it and review it was because I love like that horribleness and I want to see more. I want to see, I, I want to see, I, a, think, I have I heard we... that there is a boss fight in this game where the, the, the villain, the, the, the dinosaur comes at you. I don't think it was the first one cause I saw it and it's literally a PNG that's moving towards you, not like a 3d object. 
listen. I want to play more of this game. We demand more, John. <laughs> I think we need for the first time in the history of the ninety second review, like take two. <laughs> like like you saw the first half of the game, but do you right. really want to see the second half of the game? And we need like another review for the second half. Right. That's what we need. It, I can't I it's hard to explain why that game is well, it's easy to explain why the game is so terrible, but it's really not about the fact that Kong is tiny or that the graphics look bad or whatever. It's that it's so boring. It's so, it is so boring. I agree. The graphics suck, but you can get through it. We've all played shitty looking games, but I agree that nothing was happening. Right. It's boring. It's like these little dinosaurs and you just attack and they die. It's like, oh my God, it looks like a, it's just so boring. Um, I would choose, yeah, I choose Rise of Kong. Beer Beer Cerveza also asks, when you were a kid, what candy did you hope to get on Halloween? Hmm, good question. You know, I think it's not because I loved them, but it was one of those things you just only had like one time a year. Remember those popcorn balls? They weren't even that uh, good. Yeah. But it was just like they had that little, like they used like the caramel glue to try to hold them together. And it was just, you never ate them any other time of the year. So 364 days would go by and you're like, man, I wish I had a popcorn ball right now. Then you mm-hmm. eat it a couple bites. You very rarely would finish it. But I was always hoped for just one popcorn ball. That's all. Simple, man. I John. mean, like if you can get a couple balls in your mouth, you were probably pretty excited at that point. Very. <laughs> um, you know, what? when I when I think about like when you mentioned the the popcorn balls, um like a candy that you just don't get all the time that you mm. look forward to uh for me it was a cadbury cream egg okay um and now like i think they sell cadbury cream eggs more year round you can find sure. them just different themed but that's a thanks it's like a that was an easter um an easter thing but cadbury cream eggs were special and i love them but but are they yeah. not special if you can get them year round now is that the They're point? less special because you can get them year round. And also, for some reason, maybe it's my memories as a kid. A lot of them are really sticky when you pick them up. <laughs> and like I, I, they should be cleaner and I should be able to pick it up and it's smooth and I unwrap it. And it's like, but I, a lot of times you unwrap it and it's like hard. You're getting just shit all over your nails. Leaked and, out. Leaked yeah, out. I think they I think they don't make them as well. I don't know. Um, that would, but that's not a question for this one for Halloween. When I was a kid, you know what I loved as a kid that was, was cool. Fun dip. Ah, oh, fun dips. Classic. It tastes like it, a medicine stick, but that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Like don't give a lick about fun dip. Uh, no pun intended, uh, about it. Now I'm a chocolate guy now, but like mm. fun dip was cool. It was like, let me dip this stick. Yeah. Would, so basically you'd have this white stick. I don't even know what it was. It was just. It's like flavorless medicine. Sugar, I don't it was know. just like a yeah, like a medicine, like the the right. chewable. You know what else is a good one that we don't eat enough nowadays? Nerds. I used to love nerds. Me my kids too. would give me the nerds from Halloween, but now I just don't like them anymore. It's too too sweet, too tart. Sugar, yeah, you eat those things. It's just like cabin. you know what my kids give me now. Um, they know I like, and I I do the daddy tax thing. I got to pay the daddy tax. Yeah, um, I get the Twix. Well, you could buy those in the store though. Well, yeah, but my kids hand them to me like in droves on Halloween like night. That. So I like that. Um, that's my candy. But yeah, nice. fun dip when I was a kid. And but nerds were great. I love. Ner- you know mm-hmm. what's funny about nerds, too, is it would come in the box and then you would shake it and it'd make all the noise and then you'd undo it and you get one side open. And at first it's all clean and you go, you go, 
you know. Oh, yeah. And then after a few, like the box starts getting moist from your mouth and it's mm. just all falling apart and well, um, gets to be messy. Nerds is also one of those things that like you could never really figure out how that box was supposed to be opened. Like, like yeah. as a kid, like you just tried, you just wanted to eat them. Like nowadays you can understand that, oh, you're supposed to fold the lid and then you <laughs> unfold. Like, okay. But as a kid, like you're not spending, you're just, you're it's ripping it box. open and then you can't reclose it. It is a it's a weird box. It is a weird box. Like they, they gotta design that a little bit better. I don't understand that. Huh. All right. Uh Darth Platypus. Now this is like a week later now. He's asking another question. Uh when do we hear about bang on balls? <laughs> I think he watched a 90 but, second review. If you don't know bang on balls is a is a newer just, game, right? Yeah, we just talked about popcorn balls, but I guess this is something different. I will say um, I ran across this game and I immediately wrote Koozie and said, hey, I got a game for I got a game for you. Mm. Um, skin flicks, Netflix or skin flicks, uh, bang on balls. But if you are looking for some bang on balls content, uh, Hambone Johnny about a couple weeks ago did a first look for the Nintendo dads. Mm. And um, this game got offered. I could have taken it to play. Uh, there's just so many just so many good games to play sometimes. I, I just can't play anything super random. Um, but go find Hambo and Johnny's video and you will hear about bang on balls. Um, I'm pretty sure if Drew played this game, it was his like sixth best game of the year. It's possible. Played a lot of games this year, too. <laughs> Hoots writes, and this is the last question. You guys like fishing? If so, or even if not, has there been a game that makes fishing fun for you mm. i'll tell you a game that doesn't make fishing fun as john alluded to earlier that would be sports story <laughs> oh my god fishing for fun oh I mean, well let me let me ask the first part i i'm not a, i've never been fishing in my life just not not a fisher guy i'll be honest yeah. this thursday cub scouts you know i talked about the dad scouts is going fishing and i think i'm gonna sit this one out are you are you bringing Evan or are you just like no no we're you... gonna skip this week okay all right not up but for the fishing not up for the fishing I'm not a fisher day but a game John that makes fishing fun there are a lot of games that have fishing in it um, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to think of like ones <gasps> that are really one. good I got one I got okay one. what's yours um give me a second Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Remember it in the lobby, the, the 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 town area. You would go oh, to the fishing. Yeah, is it from land or is it a different turbo? What was the other turbo that came out recently? Um, well, oh, that was for well, the re- the most recent one was like that remake. No, Forgotten Land had fishing. Okay, no, I don't you remember. The goldfish. Yeah, it was simple. Either I, like... I played it and forgot, um, or I didn't. He is pretty adorable wearing his little fishing hat, though. Who, Kirby? Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, I think one of the more fun fishing games is uh, the one in Stardew Valley. Um, I, I used to enjoy. That. I used to enjoy that a lot. And uh, the one in um, Sea of Stars. I I don't know. I don't know if I understand uh, why it's in it, Sea of Stars. I'm not sure I understood really understood what I was doing either. You had to catch a certain number of fish and then you were done. I don't know. But uh, yeah, no, that was in there, too. So Sea of Stars, then Animal Crossing, of course, when you try to find new fish and do it. It's not as minigame-ish. I like yeah. that Stardew Valley made it like an interesting minigame. 
Okay. Um, I also played the not Dwerve, but Dredge demo oh, yeah, 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 yeah. a few but... weeks ago. And um, I don't know. I uh, Since then, I think it went on sale and I'm like, should I get it? It feels like a game I'd really like. In fact, I feel like it's a game that you and I would both like. Hmm. You know, it's kind of like a Monster Hunter thing, like, you know, go catch some fish and then, you know, go come back and sell them and this and that and get better fishing equipment and whatever. But I just found the act of the fishing was boring. Like, I don't really care about fishing. Yeah, that's my problem. But I bet you fishing in that game is probably pretty fun. And I know a lot of people are really loving that game. Oh, I remember and, this game. Yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like the overview of even the old school Jaws game. Just kind of. I bet you it would be a lot of fun. Um, I just couldn't get past. I was just like, all right, whatever. It didn't. Um, I was thinking maybe I maybe I'll get it on PlayStation. It's like one of those in between games where it'll look a lot better on PlayStation, but I don't know if I want to play a game like that on PlayStation. So it just it just it's just going to fall between the cracks and never get played. Mm. Um, but I think I saw there's like a DLC for it. And like that stuff always gets me. I'm like, oh, OK, let me play it and then I'll play the DLC. <laughs> um, not much into fishing. I, too, have not really fished in my life. So that's all we got. That's it. That's that the show. show. It's a wrap. That was a good fun. That was fun. Yeah. Spooky movies are a week away from being done, but I still sad. have Halloween to talk about and monthly. Isn't it, isn't it funny how like we have to stop watching them? <laughs> I know. It's like, can't watch it. Oh, it's November. Done. I mean, a lot of them do go off the streaming services too, but yeah, I think next year I'll do a marathon of either Scream or Halloween. I've been wanting to do the Halloween mm. one, um, but I'm going to do another. But I'm only going to do one marathon. I don't want to. I don't want to just burn out on it. So yeah, that's fair. One one marathon a year. Well, John, why don't you tell us what's coming out the next few weeks? Because we are in the the mayhem of video games right now. <sighs> it continues, man. I mean, this last week was. You know, the big Mario Spider-Man day. But now we just have a whole bunch of shit coming. Uh, October 24th, Just Dance 2024 edition is coming out. Awesome. Uh, also on the 24th, Metal Gear Solid Collection Volume mm-hmm. 1. I am conflicted about getting this. Are you into this? I I am into it because I never played any of those games. And I feel like they're classics Good I need value, to play. Yeah. But yeah. God, the graphics and everything. Well, and there's so much to play right now. I don't know if mm. I want to get it, but I can see getting it down the road and when it's dry and and, and trying it out. Uh, we got Dave the Diver coming to the Nintendo Switch October 26th. Speaking of fishing, that's probably uh, a sushi one, right? It's going to be very good. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. I got a friend who's like addicted to he's playing it on PC, but uh, addicted to it right now. Uh, once again, Disney Disney Dreamlight Valley is coming out October 27th, I guess. It'll What's be free to play. I don't know. I don't know why Disney keeps doing this. I thought it already. Shit. I don't. They just did it with Speedstorm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's coming out. Still October playing, 27th. by the way, John. Still playing. Oh, my goodness. I don't, I don't even put it in the notes anymore. It's just an assumption. I'm, I'm still playing it. Um, Alan Wake 2 comes out October 27th. That's That does not come to Switch. I, does say, I didn't know that one. Is that coming to Switch? Hold on a second. Let me check real quick. Um oh okay the remaster came out for switch uh that's coming to xbox and pc and ps5 and all that okay and then october 31st on halloween strangely enough jusant comes out that is also an xbox and ps5 game um that one looks really cool Uh, i am hoping for a code on that one i think i might be able to get a code from our friends that don't nod um so i'm very excited for that one 
Uh, Song of Nunu, A League of Legends, comes Another out November one. 1st. Good for that. Hey, there's a lot of League of Legends stories. There is. Star Ocean, the second story R. I, whatever you want to think about that title. Okay. November 2nd. Porn. Porn. Uh, surprisingly enough, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet and the Hidden Treasure of Area Zero comes out November 3rd. I did not realize the DLCs came out so close to each other. But there cares. you go. And also on November 3rd, WarioWare. Move wow, it. already. Cannot wait. That's coming so quick now because it's. I, I've got to be honest. The more videos I see, the, the less excited I get. <laughs> Just going to be honest. I, I will admit that the last couple WarioWares, like the one on the Wii U and the one on the Switch, I thought I would play for longer and I didn't. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say I was disappointed. I enjoyed them, but I, I thought I'd play like smooth moves. But this one like is the most like smooth moves where you have the forms and you do the same forms. Yeah. I don't like and that. Um, we might be having a Nintendo switch mob party uh, that weekend. So Sounds like another potential report. mayhem. Yeah, this is going to be, I think it's going to be a really fun game, but how long will it last? Um, I still want to actually go back to the, to the, um, the more recent one. I wanted to remember we played it during the marathon. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was uh, I had lost my cartridge, uh, but um, I found it. So nice. Um, I want to go back and play that game some more. I want to explore it more. That's it. That's all we got. That's it. That's all we got. What a show. Spooky season. I hope that's not the end of it, but I have a feeling it might be. But who knows? Spooky season. All right. Well, um, hopefully the Astros can make a comeback here against the Rangers and the Eagles are doing a good job against the Dolphins right now. Agreed. We'll see how all of that turns out. The amazing Patriots and Broncos are starting their Super Bowl run today. Ooh. Let's go. Here we go. All righty. All right, man. Peace. Good night. The Dads After Dark show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available. If you're listening to Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It helps us promote our show, and we'd be grateful to hear your feedback. Check us out on threads and Instagram at NDadsAfterDark. Send us a question to dadsafterdarkshow at gmail.com, and we'll read it on the show. Or if you want to hear yourself on the show, leave us a voicemail. See the episode description for a link to do that. Be sure to join us on Discord in our Dads After Dark channels. That's where we chat. You can participate in our monthly mayhem contests, plus other activities such as chubbies and so on. You can get access by joining the Nintendo Dads Patreon or by subscribing to their Twitch channel. A big thank you to Family Jewels for the show's music. Check out their YouTube to hear other awesome Nintendo cover tunes.